0: hello everybody welcome to another edition of big trouble little podcast episode 242 i am joe dubs i'm andy i'm
1: chaz i'm zach
0: and we are back uh again moving around schedules because a lot of life stuff happens but we are here this week uh we try to hit it weekly here we're also on couch entertainments we're on big trouble Little podcast and my twitch channel on joe dubs 35 and all podcast services uh, we are still doing the Eastern movies, which Andy has chosen. Um, we're doing The Sword of Doom, um, which we are going to get into right now. So, man, this movie <laughs> hates women a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> every, every moment. I got to ask this question. The main character, Yoshida, I think, I think that's his name, uh, one of the main characters, is it, like, are they just portraying that he's a fucking asshole by killing that uh, old man in the beginning?
2: Yeah, he doesn't value human life. He's a cold killer. He's there's, There might be something wrong with him. He might possibly just be insane. You're not really sure.
1: Yeah, because... Yeah, that's, that's where we start, and it all, it's all downhill from there. I mean, he he's... Yeah, he's... Uh... She even
2: says it. They get to the top of the peak, and she says, oh, it's all downhill from here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You R- know Ske. I think it's think yeah his yes it's uh yeah he he's a uh, he crazy he, he does
0: he crazy. does the old anime like you know when they do the close up to a face and he's just smiling and just like eyes are wide open
1: <laughs> so like, well you say anime but i think that like this probably helps inspire a lot of that just based on timing but also mm-hmm. there's there's relevance for that but i'll I'll bring that up in a little bit I had to do some reading because I may have I, I had some issues getting through the movie that I didn't want to buy it over again. It, it was a whole mess.
2: We'll, we'll get there.
0: Um, Andy, is it? Uh, have we seen this director in any of the movies that uh, we watch from you?
2: No, I mean, even in my in my private movie watching life, I haven't seen this director do anything else. He's uh, I can't remember his name. Hang on, that Kihachi, Kihachi Okamoto. Okamoto he's done some other stuff. He's directed movies into the nineties, but I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> this is the only movie graveyard. Heard.
0: Yeah. Um, I do want to bring this up too, because, uh, so the whole, the whole thing is like, they're in a the fencing school, this guy, uh, and this lady comes to see Yoshida And say, "Hey, my brother's. You're facing my brother. Please let him win. You know, don't you know, make him look like a fool and dishonor him and all that stuff." And he's he pretty much leads tells her to go to this like mill area uh, and rapes her. Uh, (laughs) You know, sort of say because she wasn't you know asking for it or she wasn't giving it up willingly because he pretty much cut off her clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But but they do one thing that like. Remember we talked about in the James Bond movies when you see the train go through the the whole the tunnel and it's like saying like sex they do the thing with the that I don't know what that thing's called but it's it, it does the no, motion whatever yeah
2: it. but I I thought that was weird because like what else would be happening in that scene <laughs> like it's it's not ambiguous like it's pretty clear yeah it it it's it's just
0: what like. When you see him kill the the old man, you're just like, oh, wow, this guy's a dick. And then he's like, they try to like play with your emotions a little bit like, oh, he might be compassionate towards this lady for some strange reason, just so, you know, uh not to make this person like a fool. But no, they just like up it up a notch and be like, not nah, this bitch is getting raped. And I'm just like, god damn it. <laughs>
3: How far? She,
2: they- she's asking him to do it. And his dying father also asks him, hey, maybe you should like, Throw this fight because this guy has this entire life writing on it, and you have literally nothing writing on it. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's already been uh, kicked out of the school that they they He's already expelled from it. And it's also important to note too. You know, the the old man at the very beginning is sitting there and he's asking for death.
2: He's he's actually wishing for death. Yeah, he's he's
1: literally praying, please to die. Like, but he wasn't at peacefully. He doesn't want to like be cut down dishonorably or something. Like, he he doesn't want to be murdered. He just wants to die in peace. Buddha was like,
2: okay, all
1: right, you asked for it. Can we talk (laughs) about that that fucking hat? How fucking cool is the hat he wears throughout the movie? His
2: his hat rules. Yes, His, his
1: hat's awesome. Also, uh. Uh, you've not played it but uh that hat is directly taken and put in to elden ring um <laughs> and elden ring there is a character that is very similar to him that is just like not really seeking revenge but is seeking to kill people for sake of it and wears a metal version of that hat in my metal i mean it's actual good, like it's made of like like silver iron but it has like the little holes in the, the the top but it's like much longer than a typical hat like that it's so fucking cool looking
2: i always think uh i mean obviously those hats are it was just a regular hat that they had in in feudal japan or whatever but whenever i see it i always think about afro samurai yeah
1: Yeah. well it's 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 slightly different because um again typical remember i don't know the the proper term for the type of hat but they're wearing like when they're like you have farmers that are wearing it it's a little bit shorter but it's wide a little bit wider so it's helping protect from the sun it's a whole point but this one is like so long that it actually covers the face, but it has like the intentional slit so that you can see through it, but it covers your face. So someone can't see you. It just like, I don't know. Just a subtle thing was really cool. I don't know. I, I'm jealous. Cause I have one of the hats, but I have like the typical one. Uh, I don't have, I don't have the longer one. I want that one now,
0: but anyway, so I got a question for you guys. If she would have never done that, um, which, you know, would never led to the mill scene. Do you think he would have still killed him?
2: Yes. Well, yeah. maybe. I think I think he was still gonna beat him, but I don't know if he would have had to kill him.
1: Yeah.
4: Because
1: well, beat- I, I read, I had to read a thing, and reading it actually helped out a lot in understanding the movie, like little nuances of it. So I can spoil it a little. I. I guess it's to get to the, the point of where he kills the guy. The one guy divorces the woman because he finds out that he she left. Now, he doesn't think she's been raped. She He thinks that she went and propositioned herself or she's he's, he's, she's just cheating on him to help him through the fight, which is what she was going to do except not sleep with him. Um, so he's actually more mad about the whole dishonor thing. He can give a shit less if she's deflowered or whatever. He doesn't care about that. He's, he's more mad about how dare you go ask for my... And, and forsake my dishonor i could have won this on my own um then they actually have their duel they set to a still draw and right as it's called the guy actually goes for an illegal lunge and at least the interpretation when i was reading it is that he is displeased by the lunge so because of that in retaliation he parries and the attack that he uses instantly kills him
0: yeah i i thought <laughs> even though he's an asshole like i thought it was kind of badass he's like he's like Pretty much telling the judge are you blind like clearly that was an illegal move and i parried it and i hit him in the fucking <laughs> in the head
2: <laughs> but it was after right. the match was over but he tries to say oh this all happened before the match was over yeah it definitely happened
1: after and that's the whole thing is like it's it's uh it's kind of like i hate comparing it to this is a dumb thing more recent movie that i've, I've watched that this happens the movie joker There's the whole thing with perspective. Your character's perspective is he sees things one way, but that's not how they really are. Things happen throughout this movie that are actually like that, where he perceives them a certain way, and he'll even try to justify it as he's talking to people, but they don't happen that way. And then he just eventually unravels and becomes a fucking lunatic. Uh, But this is one of those. It's an early sign. Uh, I mean, the very beginning of the movie, you can say the same thing. He hears someone asking for death, and he's like, Oh, okay, I can make that happen. Here, buddy. Like yeah, I'm your are friendly Grim Reaper, uh whatever, but uh yeah I thought it was it was interesting yeah he just straight bonk horny jail that guy it fucking killed him and then his friends are like no we're gonna make you pay for that and he's like well, all right we'll see yeah. he slapped yeah. the shit out of that woman's face too yeah head slaps her the right? way and, and
0: they do this thing like i know i know it's starting to time and stuff but like Kama is like he's walking away from the school i'm guessing or the, wherever he just uh did the tournament and-
2: it seems like it but i think time is supposed to have passed at least a little bit i'm always confused by that like it seems like he just walks down the hill and immediately gets in that fight mm-hmm. but I, I think a lot of the people he's fighting would have been at the tournament so i think it's implied like oh the next day or something yeah this this movie doesn't do a very good job of portraying the passage of time it feels like it all happens in an afternoon when it actually happens over the course of like three years (laughs) yeah yeah
1: Yeah, the only time it actually does that is the very beginning it gives you a time and then all this stuff happens like you said where it doesn't really tell you how long it's taken and then they have another thing come up and say two years later and then all that play the rest of the movie plays out over several months but That doesn't really explain that.
2: Yeah, they always say it's around the something incident, and I'm never—I I always mean to look it up. Is that a real thing, or is that just something it's saying for the sake of the story?
1: So those incidents are the incidents he caused. I actually had to look that up. So all these incidents that are brought up are incidents that happen at the same time. So, so location. they are fictional. So they're fictional, but they're—they're mm-hmm. they're called that. It's almost like you're—you're you're reading back or watching like the anthology of events as they have, like historical events as they happen. And it's like, Mm -hmm. look at all these massacres. And you're watching from the point of view of the guy who caused them, which is kind of interesting. It's kind of a unique perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah.
0: Is is there a point where they try to show this evil character that he might have some emotions at some points? Because there's points where, you know, Hama being a crazy-ass bitch is like, I'm going to stab my fucking child. (laughs) And, like, he would stop it. But then he would not like take the child away from like the crazy ass mom that was about to kill me. He just goes out, <laughs> and I'm like, wait. Well, I guess he he doesn't have any emotion. He's just being like, stop it, bitch.
2: Yeah, She's like, I'm gonna know? kill him with this sword. And he's like, that's my sword. And then he leaves. Like, yeah, <laughs> she could kill him a different way.
1: Yeah. That, well, <laughs> oh, that's kind of the point, though. Yeah, he didn't give a shit about the the kid. He. That's pretty. What apparent, happens to the after- kid? Exactly. After he fucking kills her, he, he just leaves. He was his kid just again.
3: It. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. He
1: just abandoned his screaming child as the mom just lay there dead. So he's I mean, you know, shit about I, that.
3: I don't blame him. Children are annoying anyway.
1: I mean they <laughs> they kind of they kind of are parasites. But uh, <laughs> I mean I'm not wrong. I mean, but, define a parasite. I think it's a kid.
0: There was a point where like. When she was, you know, uh, gonna stab him in the middle of the night, um, and then like he kills her. I thought he was gonna be like, nah, bitch, you're gonna stay alive. You're gonna live in. Cause she like, she's begging to be killed. Like, you would think the opposite of like asking to be killed is to keep her alive. So she's in this agony of, you know, desperation and all that stuff. Like, I don't know.
2: I I, I kind of thinks, she thinks all of her agony is brought on just by him. So she tries to kill him. And in a way, I mean, if she's begging to be killed, as you put it, he is screaming to be killed, (laughs) like this guy. The life he leads. The way he treats people, the way he behaves.
1: Yeah, He doesn't really give a shit. He just has no regard for his own life or others. Again, the whole thing is he's more upset about his sword being used because the sword is like his, again, the sword is the soul. All right, so using his sword to kill kill his own child is like it would be like the greatest uh, like disrespect ever. I
2: don't know. Um,
0: does, does he join a gang? It's like
2: sort that- of. This is something I had to research because I'm like confused because he joins that group and yeah. they're like politically motivated into killings. Pretty much, they're like it. it's confusing yeah japan's confusing their history is confusing but basically they're a private police force slash gang and they used assassination and um assault to further their political agenda which is to give power to the shogunate
3: yeah so like any other political party (laughs) pretty much yeah. So, except, except these guys just
2: like run into a place and, and kill you with swords. So, <laughs> so what you're except, except this... for that
3: one time where it didn't work.
2: Oh yeah. if so, uh, I got you. Except that one time when Mafune was there.
1: So, skilled <laughs> skilled swordsman with no emotion shows brief glimpses of insanity and then joins the libertarian party. Is that we're all on the same page?
2: No, it's the opposite. They're authoritarian. They uh no, are, they're, are they're fucking bootlickers. Chosen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to make a bad joke on uh, air. <laughs> hey, yeah,
1: he's he's clearly a Democrat.
0: Uh, oh my god! Uh, uh,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, that scene where, which by the way, I kind of find it funny that those two guys were like holding like a chariot thing in that small ass little thing. I don't know what they're called, but uh, who was in that? <laughs> well. Yeah.
2: Know. It was supposed to be their target. They were going to like assassinate this guy and they accidentally got uh to show Mifune's character, um Shimada, who yeah. is uh an even greater swordsman than Rinusuke is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is
4: why
2: he stands, out out stands
1: there. Yeah, that's why he <laughs> stood there and watched him and he just killed everyone and, and looked at him. I, I, yeah.
2: Like when when uh Rinusuke kills people, like he he's He 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 looks like uh, he looks like a wild animal. Like he's sweating and bleeding and doing all this other stuff. When Shimada kills people, he just—it's like he's doing the laundry. Like he's just kind of like—he just kind of like kills a dozen guys and then it's like. Who sent you? You need to apologize right now. It's like you just killed all my friends.
3: <laughs> apologize, and then you he's better,
2: like, <laughs> "You better kiss that, my ring and apologize right now."
3: It's like down to the leader, and he's like, "Look what you've done! You've <laughs> caused all these people to die. Now how are you going to make up for this?" And he's like, "I don't know." He's like, <laughs> oh, "I wish I had the." Where is
2: the
1: Rethink quote? your life.
3: <laughs>
2: That's my favorite uh,
0: scene, by the way. Um, yeah. I, I think
2: like the end the the big fight the end the climax is uh well it and the fight in the the misty it's on the cover of the dvd case, the misty valley where he defeats all the students those are like the other famous scenes but man the, uh, and i you know uh nakadai is the reason to watch this movie he's great in it but yeah. that scene where mifune kills them all in the snow it's so cool i love it it's and all the stuff leading up to it too is great because it's snowing really heavily and all the snow's getting on their 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 little their hats like we were talking about and it just everything looks cool and it just it's exciting and I oh I'm, I'm getting into this and then that fight oh man it's killer.
4: Hmm.
0: I also like the part where he goes because there's a point where he uh I think it's literally after where uh, Hama is about to like kill the child and he takes a sword and goes away. He like goes past the school and he like hears like a technique being used, and then he goes in. He's like, "I want to be trained by your master. I mean, I want
2: to fight the guy who just executed that doe attack or whatever." I was like, "Is Homer Simpson in there?" (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh,
0: That his stance, by the way, I, I like that it's unique and stuff, and it's like he's looking. Or at least like hearing the steps because he puts his sword down.
2: Well, he's it's like his father talks about at the beginning, he's tricking them because he's they, they look at him and it's like he's not he's not ready for me to strike at all. Like he's just like looking down at his sword and he it looks like he's real slack and his shoulders are down, and it's just like he's conveying um vulnerability. And then when they try to strike, he, bam! Like you get some real quick, and it's, it's 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 cruel, as they say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that guy, his ego was so fucked up that he like started pounding his foot against the you know. He, he's doing the technique and hitting the ray of light and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Yeah. He was <laughs> unless really... that's unless that's the brother. I, I'm. I it might is. Be, it's, that was the it's, brother.
4: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the same, it's the same brother. Person
1: yeah it's it's the same person he he ends up facing that person has no idea who it is it turns out it's the brother of the man he he killed in the the duel that he where he was attacked with the illegal move and he parried Hmm. and it turns out the brother actually wants to get revenge on him um so that it's it's own little story that kind of plays out too because there's also this girl that he's interested in that he randomly sees in the rain after that fight and it happens to be the granddaughter of the, like, the guy that he killed at the very beginning, which is also kind of ties together. This, um, it's
2: so hard at first to watch because there's all these different characters. And I'm like, I barely know what the fuck's going on. But then once everything starts overlapping like that, I feel like it gets mm-hmm. way easier to keep up with. Yeah. I, I will say, and I don't know if it's just for the
1: sake of the movie. And again, I to kind of backstory. I what happened to me is I fell asleep. It was like drifting in and out of parts. Funny enough, the part I woke up to was to watch the part where Fune killed everybody.
4: Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> so sure the one to watch.
1: Of people, which was so fucking awesome. Then I fell back asleep, and then I woke up, and then he's in the Geisha house. So I missed. I actually missed the part where he. So killed you just me, saw life. the fights. Yeah, I uh, I had to go back and well, I'd watch like up to those points, but uh, I had to uh, go back and try to rewatch, and I got to watch like ninety like five percent of the movie, but. I had to go back and read it. I was a little confused. And reading it, it turned out like this is based on, it's like part of a larger series of, uh, it was originally a book, but then, or a series of books, but it's actually, because it of like a, a running a serialized
2: of, story. In over like Japanese 30 or 40 newspapers. years.
1: Yeah. 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 It was like a weekly that was like made. Uh, and it's like part of the story that came out of that. But one of it's the things called, that I. It's
2: called the, the Great Bodhisattva Pass or, Where is it? There, uh, dai, dai bosatsu toge. Toge.
1: Yeah. But the thing at the time
2: at the time of its publication, it was the longest uh, written work in the world or whatever. That's pretty neat. It's not anymore, but it was at the. Oh
1: yeah, it was really old though. Yeah, but it's still cool nevertheless. Anyway, one of the faults I had with the movie or flaws I thought was that. It, it did feel like it is hard to follow, and it just seems mm-hmm. like very conveniently it wraps up and ties in, but it's probably a movie that serves well if you've watched it a couple times to then pick up on things to kind of see. I mean, there's still some great things about the movie. The fighting scenes we've already talked about. Um, uh, Rianoski's characters, like the actor that plays him, does such a great job with portraying... You, Nakadai. Yeah, out. He does a such a good job of just being so cold and emotionless like it's ex- sometimes it's harder to be expressionless than it is to have an expression and he just looks so blunted like and its the whole point he's he's really trying to give off a facial expression like he's psychotic and it works really well mm-hmm. uh, and if i, I don't know I, I had some trouble piecing together some of the the story but that's that's more because of how i had to watch it and put little pieces back together but after the fact uh um, it seems to fit pretty well the only thing i couldn't get together was just randomly oh i'm in a haunted geisha house
2: <laughs> yeah like, I, uh, oh, the, coolest, the, the coolest part
1: well uh, the scene itself was cool It's just like for the story it was just random i'm in a haunted geisha house what
2: <laughs> but <laughs> i i have a,
0: a, a, this may this may be me just being like, man, they're you know obviously all Japanese, and i I literally can't tell who from who who's who in, in the samurai, but the brother never gets his revenge, right? Am I clearing that?
4: Yeah,
2: really? uh, me choosing this movie is is me being like a huge fucking asshole. Like I've suffered for years, just as many other people have At the end of this movie, the brother doesn't get revenge. You don't even see the end of that fight. And uh, like Chaz was saying, this is based on the super long serialized story. They were going to make a sequel to this, and they never did. And they never will. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Knock and Eye's dead. The director's dead. Mifune's dead. The guy who wrote the story is dead. These people are all long gone. There's never going to be a sequel to this movie. And it's, uh, oh my, I, it pisses me off so much. But I still watch this movie. <laughs> just because i enjoy it so much like the end where it freeze frames on on his like desperate struggle uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you're like wait what and then the very first time you see at least in my case the very first time i watched this movie i was like wait huh and then you're like you online, you look it up there was never a sequel they planned one it never got made i was like no
1: <laughs> yeah well that's what happened to me i woke up and he's like slashing the the fucking building he's in down and then he starts killing a bunch of people and I'm like, wait, wasn't he with those guys? And
2: then he and then well, it is there's, there's a real quick where they're talking about like th- there's like a division in their group, and it's like I need you to kill this guy. Meanwhile, they're mm-hmm. having a conversation. Okay, we need to kill that guy, and also we need to kill Rin. Well, guy. they
1: do kill the they do kill the one guy he's with, right? Yeah, they up, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, they kill the the guy that was like the leader.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I think
0: the brother was if if I'm correct, I don't know. Was outside uh, where he's like, "Come here and come outside." And he like shows him the little pistol that he has under his gi and stuff. Yeah, he's out
2: there with the ninja guy.
0: Yeah, and the I was like, "Cool." Yeah, I-, cool. I was like, "Wait, thinking of fucking, thinking of blink in his ass."
2: Cool <laughs> like, oh boy, shit. a ninja. Like <laughs> a
0: ninja Believe with a
2: gun. It. Fucking yeah. ninja mage. Gun gun yeah, gun, gun ninja. <laughs> gun jutsu.
1: He's a, he, he's a wizard. He's, he's a wizard with gun jutsu.
0: Yeah, uh, I. I don't know, like, <laughs> obviously the final battle scene where he's struggling is cool, but before that, with the whole, you know, scene, like, evil Hama, ghost Hama, and all that stuff, or at least he was, you know, thinking that or he was being haunted.
2: It's like all the people he's killed.
0: Yeah, yeah. it, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Metal Gear Solid 3 when you go into the river. of <laughs> oh, the damn key. it,
2: that was going to be my joke. I was going to yeah. say, and at the end of this movie, he fights the Sorrow yeah oh. <laughs> well, what's funny
1: is the the at least this you guys fill me in on this if I'm wrong. but it seems like the turning point of the movie at least in terms of where he's at. he the one thing that is still either way is that he feels like he is unbeatable. And regardless of how he feels with his emotion, whatever like you're picking up that he okay, he has this whole psychotic thing where he's he really is just motionless. It's very cold. But he, he the one thing he is true to is that his his sword is a part of him and he is untouchable. Like he cannot be beaten in battle until he sees Shimada. He sees Shimada and he he is clear like oh no, he is better than me. And that's also at the same time that. Uh, like they keep replaying those words and the end of later on, he keeps hearing the same words about the sword as the soul, evil sword, evil or evil. Yeah. Evil sword, evil soul.
2: So evil sword.
1: it it makes me wonder if evil mind, evil sword, that's it. So it just makes me wonder how much of that is. If he, if he didn't respect Shimada, knowing that Shimada is very likely superior to him in battle, would he actually even take his words to heart or not? I wondered that
0: i i think i think what it, it doesn't show it well i think but I, I think he does you know basically when he gets to the haunted uh house and all that stuff uh hearing that his own father wants him fucking dead i think fucked him up in in the head big time even yeah, though he's like I, I i want even though he's like i want to still fight you know that guy's brother i i think it did a number on him because like when you see him just sitting there uh talking to that guy and then obviously you see Amatsu uh, I think her name is um who literally was actually there just getting away from the quiet uh from the the loud noise just cuz she said she was not feeling well
2: she was so- eavesdropping wasn't she or was she
0: I, I I don't think so I think she was I think as-
2: she's trying to spy for her maybe boyfriend and ninja mm-hmm. uncle yeah, um, they,
1: they, yeah, they set up how she asks about about how she wants to go in Gun Ninja. It's like,
2: oh, yeah, you know them. Go go in there and hear what you can hear. Yeah, she's trying uh, to say, oh, I'm sorry. I was just in here trying to take a rest. I was feeling sick. No,
1: I, I read know.
0: that wrong, <laughs> I, I guess.
2: <laughs> uh, I will say I, I definitely saw that scene going
1: back, but without like seeing how all of it was going to play out and thinking, oh, no, is he going to rape her, too? Because he was <laughs> like, you stay here. And I was like, oh, fuck, not this, not her. And then i didn't realize too that she was the granddaughter i, I guess i had forgotten because of how i watched it in the weird sequence i did yeah uh, i mean
2: the, the movies it's not a perfect movie it's a little hard to follow at times so i'm, I'm imagine it made it even harder the way you watched it.
1: yeah, yeah. i definitely definitely did a memento i was like oh cool. let's watch this backwards a little
2: <laughs> well the, what, what's
0: what's gr- i guess what's great about this film is like it gives so many outs to the main character to finally to possibly go on a good path but he always chooses the fucking evil path all the time because he could have been like, "All right, let that bitch go at the at the end." But he's like, "No, I, we Just gotta kill her. kill her." Yeah, yeah.
1: And, this is the guy that played Fable, and when as soon as he was given any freedom outside of like that first quest, he killed everyone in the fucking village. Boy, I want to a house in your house, and I'm marrying your husband, and I'm, and I'm gonna fucking take that too. I'm gonna kill them all. Yeah,
2: yeah that's what exactly. he did is this, is Rinusuke a redeemable character or is he just a, a terrible protagonist?
3: Uh he's just so happens to be the protagonist and he's just an evil guy.
2: He's a great just, heel. Is yeah. does that make this a bad movie though? No. No. There's,
3: there's movies uh uh like that that where the the protagonist is people get the word protagonist twisted and for some reason always assume it's a, it's that Gonna means a they're a good, good guy. guy yeah that's not my, what that
2: means one of my absolute favorite movies of all time the main character is an irredeemable terrible person uh there will be blood daniel plainview is a bad person that whole movie like he starts to trick the viewer just like he's trying to trick the people around him but at no time during that movie is he a good person he's always a bad person
3: <laughs> yeah we're like Taxi driver, Travis Bickle's not a good guy. He's just mm-hmm. some fucking weirdo. He's yeah. some weird, maladjusted guy.
2: It kind of tricks you in that movie too. It's like, wait, is he doing the right
3: thing, or is he oh is no, he
2: he he's, he's just
3: homicidal. He's <laughs> just a fucking crazy guy, like, like this guy kind of.
2: <laughs> I, well, but this movie never has that moment of like, wait, maybe he is a good guy? He's just like mm-hmm. A horrible monster the whole time.
1: Oh, yeah, he's just the worst immediately. Like, he kills an old man, and they're like, wait, did you not get the memo? Yeah, and then he rapes a woman, then he kills her husband. and makes it seem like it's justifiable. And he's like, nope, he's just a really good swordsman. That's all he's really got going on.
3: Or Joker, like Chaz brought up earlier. I mean, I, he's, I, not, he's not a fucking good guy. He's just some fucking pathetic, crazy guy who becomes crazier.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's actually a good cautionary tale of uh, not glorifying someone who is mentally ill or bad. Like, no, this is this is a guy that's really fucking good with the sword, and he's fucking crazy.
2: Yeah, ki- killing does not affect him emotionally like it does a normal person.
1: Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. yeah, he he was like probably like fucking up small animals when he was a kid for the hell of it.
2: So the Wikipedia synopsis on. Of this movie states at least twice like he's questionably insane, or he might he might be. Completely unhinged or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, sort of, but I, I don't know. Like, I I don't think it's that he's insane. I think calling him insane would be like letting him off the hook. I think there's something broken inside of him where he doesn't feel emotion for human life or something. No. Which, I mean, you could like qualify, oh, that means he's insane. But I think saying insane is like casting the widest possible net. I think that's lazy. Yeah,
1: no. Insanity would assume like he again he's he has complete uh, incoherent thought. Like we're that's you're getting into schizophrenia. No, he yeah, he, like, he actually not, fits what would be considered antisocial personality disorder. He is above the law or the norms of what would be there. He he I was, isn't yeah, affected I was, by it.
3: I was gonna say this guy's a sociopath. Uh Yeah, it seems like he just views people like objects or things. Yeah, definitely. like and, when it says
2: insane, I picture like oh he's a crazy person. He's throwing a shit at people. No, this guy's just like. Stabbing his wife to death in a pond outside their hovel, like, and then abandoning his infinite son. Like, no, yeah, he's he knows what he's doing and he yeah. doesn't understand that it's wrong.
3: He possesses all his faculties, he's just like, he doesn't care. He just the only thing that brings him joy is, is killing people in a sword fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of it, For some and,
0: and watching the guy own people too. Because in my mind, like, he, I guess he was kind of scared, but also like. Getting a chubby, watching him, you know, kill all those guys in front of him. Like, oh, this is oh, yeah. so good.
4: He was <laughs> watching
3: Shimada. He was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Then he yeah. was like, wait a minute. He's better than me. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got
0: really serial killer vibes with him. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, it, like yeah. after you kill your first victim, it's easier from here on out and that's how i assume. I always
2: wondered I'm sorry to interrupt you but i always wondered the the story doesn't really make it clear is that old man at at the past the first time he's killed or is it just another on his bloody trail of, of yeah
1: cases? that that's actually a good point yeah they never truly say if he killed but they do imply that he had cuz he also got expelled and the way they admit yeah. his cuz he's so cruel like, yeah. he was he was literally expelled from the school that he could have potentially, like, run later on because he was too cruel.
2: The way his, his father speaks to him, it makes me think, like, he, he has killed before. Mm-hmm. It may, maybe, like, there was an accident in training or something, and that's why he was expelled or something. But really, he's just, like, a cruel person, and his father sees that in him.
3: Yeah, that's mm. how I, I took it. it was just that—that that was just another guy on, that on his path. Maybe it was early. He he just killed a couple people.
2: I thought he
0: was like a patrol, uh, border patrol agent because he's like, "Are you a pilgrim?" <laughs> and he like fucking kills him, and then the other guy's like, "No, I'm, I forgot what the other guy said." But he's like, he just lets him live and stuff. Uh,
1: yeah, no, it's it's really important. And again, going back and watching it, it helped. It's it's expressly important if you pay attention to just very minor details behind the old man like during that scene when he's actually asking you could either hear or see just glimpses of the character around or behind him so it's to imply that he hears the man wishing for death Mm. and then again it implies that he thinks he is above what humanity is and that he can decide he's executioner he can be the person to decide when someone should die or not if someone's asking for death he can grant that to them because his sword allows him to he, he is so skilled with the sword that he gets he's allowed to be the person that decides who lives or dies
2: his skill didn't have anything to do with it it's just some old man
1: no no that's that's not the point though like i, I think that it's implied that he he be, to become that that he had reached the level again i am inferring ba- a, a lot based on this but just the he is an expert swordsman but he has reached that point and with him being as callous as he is he he again, he's a sociopath, so he has detached himself from those emotions that would make him otherwise question whether he should kill someone or not, so he feels that he's there. And it could be coincidence, he happens to have that plus the skill, which is also infuriating. It's like having someone who is that callous also be that good with a sword, it's like, well, how the fuck do you stop him? Although, Gun Ninja's got a good strategy. That, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Indiana Jones is,
2: boom. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> it's about to take him out.
2: I, I don't know if this will get us anywhere, but I, I just as a minor thought experiment, think about the beginning of this movie. Um, uh, the the young woman and her grandfather and their their pilgrims. They get to talk to the past, and she goes to find water, and he's praying for death. He says, "Please, please take me. There's there's no reason my granddaughter should have to be a pilgrim forever. I, I wish for death." And then Renesque happens upon him and kills him, granting his prayer. Like granting a prayer in and of itself is a benevolent thing to do. Now, assume the whole rest of the movie was completely different. Imagine the rest of the movie was just like a regular like, there's a gang in town and he fights them and it's like, just put your jimbo behind that scene. Is what he does still
3: cruel and evil? Uh, in uh, that instance, I don't know. It's I guess it depends on your interpretation of the scene. Hmm. Was it just like happenstance that guy or was it was it buddha Did buddha put that guy there does chance hold the fatty i mean i'm holding
1: a fatty we are we are eating meat
3: Hmm. but is
2: uh is he the answer to the old man's prayer or do you look at it as man he just doesn't care about human life what a scumbag
1: now, I've not watched Jimbo*, so I can't compare specifically to that. I story. just just tack the scene
2: onto another movie. Just, Where the rest it, of the it, movie it is isn't good. about a horrible psychopath who kills 130 people.
1: It's an interesting question because it becomes a gray area in the sense that you could turn still turn that the other way and say, well, or else if it's a benevolent act, he felt that he had the ability to decide to do that act like he's some type of god. Like who has the choice to get to decide? to do that for someone because it's not like this person is actively like it's not a mercy killing it's not like this person's in a great deal of pain like a very apparent pain and they're going to die anyway it'd be kind of like uh you know seeing someone that's laying like a wounded animal that's going to die anyway it has a mortal wound so you put it out of its misery it's not like he did that
0: well it it depends on the point of view like from a viewer's perspective we're seeing him do the prayer and then we're seeing him show up and kill him we don't know the intention of the old man. We don't know if he's like, oh, thank God. he, uh, My prayer is being answered. Let me die now. Uh, but like, if we somehow got that where to like, he's like, okay. And he nods before he like gets killed. Then I'd be like, yeah, that's, you know, that's I guess he's being answered.
2: That's a good point. Um. I, real quick, as an addendum to what you said earlier about him being a serial killer, uh, yeah, I think that's 100% it. I think if he didn't live in a time and place that allowed him to join a homicidal gang that kills for a uh, political clout, I think he would have totally just like been killing mm-hmm. prostitutes in alleyways or whatever. He would have been a Jack the Ripper, or he would have been a Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, look how he every night he comes home to Hama and he's just sitting in that little hallway area asking for sake.
2: Yeah, he just sits there and drinks. Like, yeah. I mean, in his defense, it's not like he could like, you know, watch the new episode of Family Guy. They don't exactly have a lot going on in their little hobble there, but still. Yeah.
0: But I I mean personally, I would probably I guess go outside, but like I guess if you're drinking your adventure. Don't touch you know,
2: grass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Touch
2: grass, right. that's right. It's absolutely correct. No. no,
1: I was gonna say, uh, if I lived in that shithole with no cable, yeah, I'd kill people too.
3: <laughs> I'd read. I would read the book that this is based off of.
0: Yeah, that's meta right there. Just
3: reading the book. So what happens to me next? You pick it up and it's like this thing. And you're like, fuck's sake. Is this Alan awake too? Is he writing what's happening?
0: <laughs> um, shit. Um, I got a question about Hama. Um, because there are points in the film where she's like kind of liking Or maybe she's doing it on purpose to get close to him, to get to the point of uh, stabbing him in the middle of the night. But she's like, thank God, like kind of like a thank God I'm with you or or something like that. I can't be anywhere, you know, except you. It, It like throws me off. I'm like, wait a second. You hated his guts. You were about to kill. I'm guessing that's his child, right? Because he raped her and that's what became is that child
2: maybe i i i I mean they'd been living together for two years so it could have been conceived in that time as well we don't know how old the kid is so
4: So,
0: i mean
2: honestly he looks older than two years old kind of think of it because he still can't even walk or roll over or anything that's not mm -hmm. a two year old that's a that's an infant
0: yeah Yeah. so like you know he's about she's about to like kill the child uh and she's acting all crazy saying like blaming you and and then, then you get that scene where he's like The only person that killed your husband is you because you came to me asking, you know, uh, to lose, Mm -hmm. which, you know, created him doing the divorce and wanting to kill uh, him.
2: That's what I was implying earlier about uh, whether or not he would have had to kill him because during the duel, the guy is blinded by rage because this guy either slept with his wife or raped his wife did something that made him divorce his wife so now he is livid and he's really angry at this guy and like even when they square up they say oh this isn't a match this is a duel like they, they can tell they have grudges even though they both said they don't mm-hmm. and uh if he hadn't been so hot blooded he might not have uh made it so that he killed him he, he mm-hmm. could have just like whipped his ass or something he could have just had an actual duel who knows
1: I'm playing devil's advocate there. It's that is also a way of, okay. His dad asked him to throw the fight.
4: Mm.
1: And then internally he's like, no, fuck this guy, I can do whatever I want. So when he is given the opportunity, because he's asked by her, like, I'll please throw the fight. He devises his own plot to make this guy mad enough to give him an out or a reason that would justify killing him in some form of self-defense. No, I think he you're makes right. the guy so mad that okay, I can kill him in front of everyone and get away with it. It's almost like an arrogance thing, like trying to see how how far can he push, publicly murdering someone and it being okay.
2: I I thought it was that, and it was also like I'm gonna give this guy a real good reason to fight me. Like,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> he wants that. He wants the guy to fight him because at this point he is being told this guy knows he can't beat you. He's not gonna try. Like he's gonna lose everything please just let you him should win throw this
2: fight but uh, something else to consider and i think this is something anyone can identify with have you ever been told not to do something and that's made you want to do that thing even more yeah, yeah. i
1: mean only all of my life
2: yeah exactly right like his dad's like you should throw this fight and he's like oh, i don't know about this and then this woman comes who's like i'm his sister please throw the fight and he's like what people keep telling me to throw this fight i'll do whatever the fuck i want you know what as a matter of fact meet me at this mill later <laughs> And then he concocks <laughs> this whole play. Yeah. The thing is, we don't really know exactly what he's thinking. We kind of got to unfur some stuff. And I like that about this movie a lot. There's very few times when Ryunosuke just lays out his his scheme, his plan. He he doesn't have like a confidant. He doesn't have a sidekick or anything. There's almost, an, with the exception of his um, mistress, they never get married. So it's not his wife. But he, he's never like telling someone, this is exactly what my plan is. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah, because he's a man.
3: He internalizes all of it.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> and you see what came of that? No,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I actually, in the part where, like, if she, he never fucked Hama, um, I think he would have just showed up the other guy. Um, because I, it, it, it kind of shows later on in the movie that he's going to the school, showing up you know, the pupil and stuff, and I think that's what he would have done at the tournament. He would have showed him up and be like, haha, I'm better than you. I'm better than all you motherfuckers in this school, bitch.
4: <laughs> but
0: but I still think, like, obviously he's a killer, and if he had the chance, he would, you know, obviously kill someone. I,
2: I think ultimately he's still just broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe he's broken, and then also independent of the of that, he's just, like, boastful, and wants to show off, perhaps.
0: Yeah, small pee
2: <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> um i really wanted to find out it's it's i've seen this is the third time i think i've seen this movie in my life and it's kind of hard to get around to watching it because it has that ending that's like oh what happens next and you just don't know in japan this movie or this movie the the actual story was adopted into a movie like four or five times before sword of doom even came out so it was very very popular and was the thing to do and somehow, when this one came out, they were like, yeah, let's not make a sequel. And that's bothered me forever. And I was always like, maybe I should try to read it. But as far as I know, there's no translation. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to read the Wikipedia synopsis of it. So I clicked on the link to go look at the synopsis for the story of um, the great bodhisattva Pass. I, it's it's uh it's just Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even an English Wikipedia entry for the story Sword of Doom is based on. Yeah, Google like, Translate. I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. But it's just so funny to me. And, um, like, there's uh, the, the Criterion release of this. I have the DVD, but they have since remade. A, they, they've released a Blu-ray of it. There's, like, no special features on there. There's, mm-hmm. one, there's one essay that's written by a guy. And that's the entire thing. It's three pages. And uh, it's more about... Like, he talks about the themes for a minute, and then it's kind of just about uh, the story and um, the making of it and how it's based on the, the longest at that time published thing ever. Like, learning about this movie is frustratingly difficult when you look at, you know, the two movies we just watched and the movies we're about to watch. And that's, like like I said, choosing this is, is of, of my whole theme... Uh, of the the, um Jidageki movies, the samurai movies, this is the one that's the most selfish because watching it is frustrating, and there's just there's so little to read about it. But luckily, the movie gives us a lot to talk about. Honestly, if if one or all of you had hated this movie, I was gonna have I wasn't gonna have a leg to stand on because this movie has a lot going against it. But it's it is it's it is it's interesting.
0: It's, it's decent, but out of the movies that we watched so far, so far this is like you know the lowest that's of the fair three. i
2: mean we, we watched like two of the greatest japanese films ever and then we watched the sort of doom like i said i'm doing a am doing a thing we're gonna go down and then we're gonna come back up we're gonna we're heading back up to Ron now so
0: mm-hmm. uh, i gotta say the 18 i mean i i know socially we weren't there yet but man in the 1800s both the West and the East love to traffic women. <laughs> like they would like. Hey,
2: uh, human civilization loves to traffic women. I'm pretty sure. Like <laughs> yeah. I think they still do in parts of the world.
1: Yeah, uh, I
2: didn't say it's uh,
1: 2023. Just within the last five years, uh, Chillicothe, Ohio, was deemed one of the which is about an hour from my house right now. It was deemed one of the the largest like human and child trafficking centers in the Eastern U.S.
2: Is that true?
1: Yeah, that was true. It's Oops. apparently just because of the the location of how it's so close to so many other said cities.
2: cities. Yeah, yeah there's a huge set
1: cross section because there's so many interstates that cross by. Yeah, it's sense. a very easy place to, for uh, human trafficking to happen. So, yeah, I mean if
2: you don't think human trafficking still goes on, walk into any public restroom. There are signs on the wall about it.
1: Yep, no, they, they definitely exist. No, but why yeah. well, you think Liam Neeson made that movie?
0: I can't believe they made too many sequels with that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> they,
1: what they, sequels? Taken. No, just one movie. Just one. No. They're just, they're <laughs> Those are just fe- weird fan theory bullshit. Oh, it's but funny. what you were
2: saying is it's similar, uh, similar to... Westerns and yes they very yes. much are Samurai movies and westerns they are They're best friends they're cousins yeah, I love
1: Cowboys it. are the samurai of the west Easties mm-hmm. and Westies What about northeast and southeast? when are we going to watch those
2: Eskimos and fucking anything like Zulu that. Warriors
1: uh, Vikings and Yeah Zulu Warriors is fine <laughs>
2: What's the
4: southeast?
0: Zulu warriors. You Zulu warriors. Shit. Did you not hear me? Uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry, I was still on. I was. I was still on Vikings, and I did. For some strange reason, because I watched Kevin Sorbo, I was like, "Fucking Hercules, man!" There you go. Kevin Sorbo
3: rubbed <laughs> off on you. I can. I can tell. I'll go. i south. He rubbed no. off on Kevin Sorbo. I believe Ooh. he
2: did. I believe he did. Yes. I,
1: I, so before we get to the thing, I just want to point something out. It's it's totally random, but it's somewhat related. Uh, when you brought up the director earlier, I was like, I wonder what catalog of things he has. I just picked a movie on his list of like best movies he's made, hmm. and I found the one of the greatest synopses.
2: So, is it Human Blue... Bullet? Because I really want to know what the fuck that's about.
1: No, it's not. No, it's it's right. Blue Christmas. Blue, okay. Yeah, so nineteen seventy-eight Japanese film, Blue Christmas. UFOs appear on Earth, and people who actually see them suddenly find that their blood has turned blue. Soon, panic and hysteria result in the new blue bloods being persecuted by the rest of mankind, and eventually, certain all too familiar measures begin to be taken against them. I want to watch it. Um, it is literally a parallel to the Holocaust, <laughs> but about aliens. What in the shit? I want to watch this. I know yeah. what I'm choosing for my Christmas movie this December. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, god. Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling it has nothing to do with
2: the Elvis song. No.
0: Oh. Probably not.
1: Let's wrap oh. it
2: up. Uh I want to warn Ooh. our listeners. I love this movie. This movie is really cool. That's why I made us all watch it. Um it does not have a conclusion. It is a cliffhanger ending. You'll never get to see the next movie, but if you want to see some wicked great uh, fight scenes and really get to twist your brain noodle around like some uh, some hypothetical moral conundrum, like like we've been doing, uh, watch it. It's really good. I think it's on. Um, uh, where'd you guys watch it? Isn't it? Fr- it used to be free on Amazon. Is it anymore? No, you got to oh, rent it. Oh, oh it. never mind that. I was on I'm the
0: seas. A-
2: it's uh It's on. It's on the Criterion <laughs> Channel at least. Well,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, I also want. I also wanted to bring up every movie that we've been watching has been gradually getting very, very violent. Like last movie, we got blood. Now we got dismember, uh, like the body parts that are just fucking getting sliced and dice. It's, it's great.
2: We're, uh, we've, we've, each movie we've watched has also been few years into the future. And as Japanese film goes on, it gets more, I mean, it just gets worse <laughs> <laughs> right up until you get, uh, like, a uh, um, each and killer, you know, like, but that's that's always down the road.
4: Yeah,
0: my final thoughts is I enjoyed it. Um, there were parts where I was kind of confused, but us talking about it, like I was like, "Oh, now it makes sense," uh, and all that stuff, and all all what Chaz brought up, what what he read on it. So uh, I I enjoyed it. I will say it's very. You know, uh, low compared to the two big fucking good movies that we watch. Mm. But hey, that might change. We still have other movies that are in this list, and that that could change. That's uh, right? Maybe. There are many
1: movies that suck even more than Annie made us watch.
0: That, well, that <laughs> I, I'm interested in that 2002 uh, movie that we're going to be watching.
2: Me too. Twilight Samurai. I have never seen, so I cannot speak for its its greatness. But it was on a bunch of lists, and I coincidentally owned it, so. We're gonna find out. We might hate it. I don't know. Mm. We're not watching that next week though. But hang on, let's wrap up I'm
3: sort of doing real quick.
0: Yeah, Zach. What about you? What's your final thoughts?
3: <laughs> uh, I really liked it actually. Uh, uh, it was another kind of a slow burn thing, a little bit it, it, in spurts. It's like it would slow down for a little while, and then something, some crazy fight would happen, or you know, uh, Reneska is being crazy. Oh shit. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, I relate to the protagonist. Uh, I, I feel like I'm superior <laughs> to pretty much everybody, and I hate everybody. And you know, I'm gonna die in a fight, killing like 137 people. Probably. Well, I don't know.
0: We don't know. Yeah. It, it just froze. So. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: yeah, uh, I recommend it. All right, Zach, Chad. are you still there?
4: What? Yeah,
1: Zach. Oh, there he is. I'm just fucking with.
4: And oh, <laughs> he said
1: he froze. I, I was just like, oh, he's he got taken out. He's, he's done. Uh, um, yeah, I think that I would. I like the movie, but I, I don't think I would recommend this to someone unless they were already like an avid fan of of this type of film. Certainly wouldn't like a newcomer say, Oh yeah, you should watch this first. This yeah, is your no, introduction.
2: If someone's so, like, I've never seen seven samurai or you or Harakiri before. I'd be like, okay, well don't watch sword of doom. <laughs> yeah. Definitely
1: don't watch this first. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would basically be like telling someone and it's like, what kind of films do you like? Oh, I just like to kind of just enjoy the ride. I don't want to think too hard. It's like, you should watch Tenet or inception. Like that's, that's effectively what I'm doing. It's like, yeah. Hurt your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no, this, this film was okay. I kind of, and again, I'm I'm not trying to be racist, it's more like culturally appropriate. Personally, for me, I am now a fan of sake and you brought this up earlier in the, in the uh, chat, uh, but when I first had Saki, hated it. Mm. It was a kind of an acquired taste. This film seems like it has that. Like, I think as I watch this film more times, in which I do think I want to come back and watch it, I think I like it more. Because there are, like you said, there's so many ambiguities with the film that are really cool to talk about and think I've, about.
2: I've certainly liked it more each time I've seen it.
1: Yeah. So I, because the first time I watched it, I was like, oh no. But again, it's it funny having to piecemeal it and go back. Like it, it helped. So maybe if I sit down and actually watch it one time all the way through, it'll be even better. But even as we've talked about it and I've looked stuff up, I, I've liked it more. Um, do I think it fits on the level of what we've watched earlier? Not quite. But again, if I watched this a year or two from now and th- maybe I'd see it to be more endearing. I'm not sure. But yeah, would recommend it, though, to anyone that's a fan of the genre.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are going to be doing a bonus episode next week because Zach is going to be doing memorialing and barbecuing and probably beering. Are you Are you going to be you going to do your Second Amendment right and go to shooting too?
3: Uh, There was a plan, to, but uh, we weren't able to follow through on that. So I don't know. Okay, well, Uh, I might be doing that in a few weeks. Nice. (laughs) Anyway,
0: Zach won't be here next episode, but he's already seen this movie. Um, And I'm going to let you say it because, you know me, I always fuck up names and shit. So what what movie are we watching?
2: I actually can't remember how to. I'm just kidding. It's (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're going to get that later. That's going to be a funny joke after you've seen this movie once. Mm hmm. It's Rashomon. We're gonna jump back in time. It's nineteen uh, fifties Rashomon, another Kurosawa movie, and it also has Mifune, in it, and it also has Takashi Shimura in it. So um prepare for a good old time. Good old time. After you watch it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's what that episode of Star Trek was referencing," or whatever. It gets referenced a ton in modern stuff, especially television shows.
0: Okay, so remember to watch that, and then uh me andy and i think chaz will be here too um to go uh, talk about that movie
2: <laughs> me and andy will be here and i guess chaz
0: might
1: be. Here. <laughs> well, if I we give- allow him <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> if he behaves himself <laughs> i'll uh, give to me and i promise <laughs> <laughs> Daddy.
0: yeah uh but yeah we're, we're gonna be watching are, are we gonna include that in the ranking um
2: I mean, I I I've always seen it. kind of I I always slip it in there just for the sake of totality, but yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Zach's...
2: watched it already.
1: So yeah, why not?
2: I've never yeah. seen it, so
0: Zach's seen it, so we we, we can put it in the ranking. I, I
3: recommend Zach... this movie. Yeah, there you go. He already recommended.
2: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> maybe it, maybe rewatch it just for fun. I'm just saying it's on uh it's on HBO Max. Oh, sweet. Uh, that's cool. Uh, or oh, Max, I guess. Yeah, Max. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's there's Max.
0: some news for you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get to the last word. But usually before we have that, we have a little ad to do. So here you go.
3: Wrestling nerds, wrestling weebs, wrestling fans. If you're looking for a different kind of podcast, one that goes over actual big wrestling news, I mean real stories, not somebody getting divorced or baseless rumors or whatnot. And get some color. We got that. We also do reviews of wrestling from the past, but sometimes we also do wrestling from the modern day too. If it's something that interests us at the time. Other than that, I would say the main attraction is just three guys who have been lifelong wrestling fans doing what wrestling fans do. Cutting up, cracking jokes, and just enjoying the entertainment wrestling can provide. However that comes. If you want to catch Getting Some Color, you can catch it bi-weekly on Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, usually
0: usually all right last word time was where we do what the hell we've been watching playing or doing and then eventually when we have some news we will talk about that I'll go first uh I barely touched Zelda um because life stuff happened and I was like I don't want to play games so I decided to watch I don't know why but Kevin Sorbo movie (laughs) so I was sitting on my new recliner that is right over there um and I went on Amazon Prime and I went down like a weird rabbit hole of like B-rated movies. So this non-Kevin Sorbo movie I watched called them. It had like capital T, then small H, small E, and then capital M. I don't know what it means. Uh but f- it's fucking weird. It's like this <laughs> this uh Sp- Spaniard uh, director uh or whatever um this main character shows up in a field and he's in a suit and he has a suitcase and he looks at the time and he bumps into someone and and you're just they, he seems surprised and stuff and then they do like this weird thing like this monologue like we, the humans uh live on here, but they're not awake and all that stuff. I don't know anything about this fucking movie because there's like a secret. I don't know if they're aliens. I don't know if they're like a secret government program. I don't know if they're in a dream and they're trying to wake up. But my God, I I can't explain it. It's weird. But after that, I watched Left Behind The Rise of the Antichrist. Uh, Now, if you remember Left Behind with Nicholas. Hey,
2: hang hang on just one second. Why? Why did she see that? You're like, no, I want to watch that
0: because i don't know it, it had the the guy from the street fighter movie and i was like hey he's pretty good <laughs> let
1: me
2: see what it, i guess see. it's as good a reason as any it's
1: just you know I mean, all, um, you said you said the street fight let's, let's clarify the street fighter rise of chun li you use Chun-Li. a beat an actor from a really bad b movie to then decide i'll watch that other really bad b movie he's he's
0: actually decent i, I like some of his stuff
1: i'll watch
2: the god <laughs> movie that he's yeah. in
0: He's always like the villain guy, but he wasn't the villain guy in this one because you're just like, yeah, that guy's the Antichrist. And I, I this movie is so eye rolling. It's so political. It's fucking funny. <laughs> like they do a lot of things. This is literally, this is after COVID stuff. So this movie is just recently. Oh, so they have, oh. like a, they have like a news anchor and stuff. He's like, go oh, yeah.
2: The Antichrist stole the election. God damn it. Oh my God. They're now about- the
0: fans are gay. They talk about like vaccines, they talk about like masking, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, the government's behind everything. And (laughs) and then uh, digital currency, because that's like the big news that it's happening right now. Uh, (laughs) And uh, Kevin Sarbo, again, just to clarify, this is a sequel from the Nicolas Cage movie, um, where Nicolas Cage is a, a pilot, Ray Steele. Um, uh, where everybody?
3: <laughs> Ray, Steele? Ray
2: Steel. Ray yeah. Steel. Is that really his character's name? Yeah. I'm gonna watch this movie. Where
0: apparently, you know, the whole uh, the rapture is happening and people are disappearing. Uh, so there's a sequel to that where apparently the government said <laughs> they debunked that the rapture ever happened. They <laughs> they, they said what? like. They <laughs> they make it ambiguous, say like either aliens did it or another country had a technology to teleport somebody, or um, you know they have their religious point of view, which is you know God and the rapture and all that stuff of Revelations. But anyway,
3: you know what? I can buy that. I can buy that they convinced people that it didn't really happen. So mm-hmm. never mind. Yeah, actually, no, that doesn't. That
2: So sad.
0: the main thing is race deal. <laughs> that's why he say his name now uh he doesn't he doesn't believe in it until the rapture happens meaning you know god and stuff so he has to go like to the old church where his wife uh died because of the rapture and like you know get in with god and stuff and convince people but then it then they do this like weird story <laughs> where, uh the guy from street fighter is you know the red herring that he's possibly the antichrist but like they throw this like other guy like oh we have this new guy that's going into the un named nikolai something and um
3: Spookovich.
0: and they <laughs> the, the the news anchor guy <laughs> yeah the news anchor guy goes to this like meeting with like nikolai uh and the guy from street fighter and they're all talking and stuff and nikolai just starts like doing this weird devil magic thing where he like convinces everybody in the room that they're a a security guard shot (laughs) the the guy from street fighter and everybody in the room and in reality the antichrist took the gun and shot everybody in the room and then as the survivors were coming out of the room they're just like did you see that security guard (laughs) and that's where it ends it's like what the, the, the news anchor guy goes like says you Know this guy is bad and you should all go to God and stuff. And they go into a plane and they drop pamphlets of uh, you, you believe in Jesus, but it that's where it ends. <laughs> I mean,
1: it, it still sounds more believable than the story of Noah, so maybe they're onto something.
0: Mm-hmm. The other Kevin Sorbo yeah. movie I, I was from 2017 um, where it's a bit, Kevin Sorbro's character is an atheist and he, his son died of cancer. So he doesn't believe in God because he thinks God killed his child. And he doesn't understand why like he would take, take the child away. Uh, but he gets so drunk that he gets into a car accident and then goes to like the afterlife, uh, a near death experience and sees his like star child. <laughs> and he hugs him and he's like, You need to see the light, dad. You need to see the light. So he goes back uh, home and he starts to believe in God and stuff. uh, And he remarries his wife because they just they split up because he's an atheist and uh, he's divorced and all that stuff. But the main thing is they had to come up with a idea to spread the word by getting NASA To get a satellite go around the Earth while everybody had their cell phones, flashlights up in the air so that they can capture the light. Because that's what the, you know, you need to see the light. The sun was telling him to spread the word, but there's some Bible verse about the light and stuff. Not let there be light in the beginning of Genesis, but some other uh, Bible verse.
2: Is Kevin Sorbo like a... a like a Christian, a severe yes. Christian. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> you should- I did not know that. I was like, oh, wait a minute, Ke- what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so Kevin Sorbo is basically,
1: again, I'm I'm not speaking my own political beliefs, but literally from what he he has said on Twitter, it's like if you took the the uh, the congressional political people, uh, what's her name, Marjorie Taylor Green and Lauren Boebert, put them together and gave them <laughs> muscles and made the mail that that's kevin sorbro he says some fucking zero iq dumb shit like on the, on the internet mm-hmm. although sometimes it, it seems like he says it almost intentionally like mm-hmm. he says it with the whole, it's like that it's yeah
2: it's, exactly it's like
1: that you literally contradict yourself in the same sentence but like again
2: politics I I, is that, that's, news, that's news to me it's,
1: uh, oh, okay that's why this is so funny to me he's telling me all the stuff he watched and i'm like uh
0: I didn't get to the best part so he remarries <laughs> <laughs> he remarries his wife right and you're just like oh well, this is so awesome it's so cool like oh they're guys the, the, family, <laughs> the, the family's back together he like does this like whole romantic like alone in the park with like chefs and shit and he's like marry me and she's like yes and they go back to tell the children
3: and the mafia fucking guns her down.
0: No, this is not fucking the Punisher. Uh
1: um, <laughs> Nicholas so, Cage shows up.
0: So she's, like, trying to tell her children, and she's like... <clears throat> starts to, like, spaz out and shit. Uh, and apparently, she had some type of gene uh, that caused the cancer for her son. So now she caught cancer.
4: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, um literally you're, you're like they they play with your emotions a little bit because they're just like oh she's going because she, <laughs> by the way trace atkins the country singer was a doctor in this movie <laughs> he's like he says you're totally gonna die you have five percent chance of living." <laughs> and she's like i'm gonna try and like beat this she doesn't beat this. Uh, she became the statistic of the 5% of uh, not 5% and uh, the 95% yeah. the 95% and she dies literally <laughs> with the whole app thing where the satellite looks at all the lights and stuff and she, she does like one last gash <gasps> and it dies on Kevin Sorbo's shoulder and while everybody's singing in silent night. <laughs> so it's a Christmas yeah. movie.
1: Also a Christmas movie, great. If it helps at all, Andy, Kevin Sorber also has like seven doctorates in random fields of science, so everything is legitimate. Mm. None of that
2: is true.
0: But he was Uh, great in Hercules and in
4: Hercules. I know, I just, I just wish every
2: actor would learn that I don't fucking care what they think about anything. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do, don't bring that shit into your
1: movies. Just go act, bunga bunga, whatever. Uh, uh, no, I'm sure he's
2: cashing some
3: big old paychecks from all these weirdo oh. Christian movies. Oh, I'm, the, yeah. Means more people need to follow the Kurt Russell principle. Which is, uh fucking just act. Do your yes. fucking job. Yeah,
1: keep that shit at home. I have to tell people that in the hospital. Like keep that shit at home. I don't care what you think about it. We're here to work. If you don't want to do it, get another fucking job. But anyway, I want to read the synopsis real quick of them and then I'm gonna ask you a question and you tell okay. me if if what the answer is. Okay. This is them or I've been stuck on this for like the last fifteen minutes you talk about Kevin Sorbo movies. <laughs> I'm stuck stuff back on them. So humans live in a comfortable dream that repeats itself. They control the dream. They were humans once too. Some humans wake up. Most don't. Daniel wakes to be told that things could be different. Daniel believes it. For a while at least. Do you need me do you need someone myself or or another person that I know to like refill or refresh your CBD gummies? Are you (laughs) joking? What the fuck? this movie. I, I, I want to tell you a scene. Yeah. But, so,
0: so what happened I, I I guess I know this part because she this there's this one main like boss lady but apparently you find out she's uh twins with this other brother and the brother is like trying to do a crusade as she said where she, he starts to like wake up these humans from their dreams and It starts a train train reaction. It starts with Daniel, and then Daniel starts to wake up someone, and then the other person, uh, Joseph, wakes up another guy. I want to explain this scene to you, which I thought was fucking funny as fuck, but like it came out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? So Joseph kills himself in his own house because... All of them have like a, a like a wife or a girlfriend, and they're all in this like house and stuff. And they're tr- they all had the same situation where they're like selling off their house and moving because they're trying to get away from their past, meaning like you know themselves and uh, as couples and memories. They need to go away from the future. I don't know what that's all about. It's some like deep. Well, maybe shit.
1: it's a dream. If you die in your dream, are you dead for real? Yeah. Or well, if you die in someone else's dream.
0: Well, The thing is, Joseph kills himself, which when Joseph uh, woke up this other guy, he goes, hey, Daniel, I know you. And he's like all excited and happy. And he's like, hey, who are you? Hi, nice to meet you. Joseph killed himself. It's all your fault. And he's like smiling and laughing and he takes out a gun from his back pocket and shoots himself in the head. (laughs) And they just walk away from the scene. End scene. But, uh,
1: yeah, it's real what deep. The this f- movie, I don't really put uh, like a big weight on ratings, but IMDb has this rated as a three. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. No, IMDb is anyway. usually pretty solid. Exactly. <laughs> turns- I like I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't put too much weight, but if if they got a three, that's it, eh.
0: it, it's intriguing for me to watch the whole movie because I wanted it I I thought that there was gonna be like one big explanation at the end to like kind of explain everything. But no, it's one of those artsy farty movies where you're just like everything's ambiguous and everything has meaning. So
3: or does it? Or I don't know. Or somebody being pretentious. In it, the- it sounds like
1: someone in like their early 20s watched Rick and Morty while high on mushrooms and thought, you know what? I can make a movie about this. I'm well, real smart.
2: When you're describing it's about people who are asleep, and you get to wake someone up, and they wake the next person up, it sounds like The Matrix without all the stuff that makes The Matrix fun. Yes. <laughs> it, it's yeah, amazing. it does,
1: actually. like a pyramid scheme in in the realm of The Matrix, but it's not The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Like, they wake up, and it's like, oh, well, there's... Is is are we enslaved? No, there's just other stuff. You you may not wake up. I don't know. Dubs, do yourself
2: was, a favor and watch watch some really good movies this coming week. Yeah, please. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: we'll, we'll you're gonna watch Rashomon, so you got to head start. But you know, sometimes yeah. you gotta watch trash to appreciate yeah. trash. No, we're,
1: we're sorry. We're if you, if gonna start just... fund me for Dubs to to get better CBD gummies and <laughs> and watch better movies.
2: Watching a bunch of <laughs> shit in a row, you can't. You gotta you gotta go yeah you, you, you gotta go back and forth.
1: To be fair, you actually may have taught me this this week in terms of watching something that was more depressing in terms of the Kevin Sorbo, like the whole thing of like finding his whole purpose and then the woman dying anyway. Mm -hmm. I watched Depression Simulator, which I'll get to. uh, But it sounds like you you beat me to that.
0: Well, let me just sign off with this because I didn't do anything after that uh, because of uh, my dad's situation. But uh, what do you call it? Kevin Sorbo in all his movies, because I did see God is Dead. That's another one of his movies, too. Um, But uh, he always plays like this character where he doesn't believe in God, then believes in God. So in all the movies, he never believes in God. (laughs) He was like,
2: I don't don't like getting typecast as a big muscle guy. I want to get typecast as a a religious man who's lost his faith.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say this and just leave it as it is because I genuinely hope I'm wrong, because I, I don't have anything to base it on, I, I I really hope one day that we don't wake up and we just find out that Kevin Sorbo's been arrested because he was found with, like, like just terabyte after terabyte of child pornography. But I will not be surprised if that fits at all, just based on some of the things that, that he does in movies. But it is what it Slanger.
2: is. Mm-hmm. He's called Kevin Sorbo, a pedo.
3: No, and wouldn't be surprised if we found out he was. If this oh, yeah. was in the UK, you'd be sued for libel.
2: Libel is written; slander is spoken.
3: Oh, no yeah, license
0: for
1: that, mate. I could be sued oh, in the no US. For that. I never said he was a pedophile. I said if we found out he was, I wouldn't be surprised.
4: Slander.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't say anything that wasn't true. Yeah. Slander, libel. I <laughs> but, said, I hope it's not true. I, I hope he's not. I hope. I hope the man has a, a happy life and, and finds happiness.
3: You he want did to see find least hopefully it's not doing kids you know let's move on it's happiness is, is repeatedly <laughs> playing a guy in a movie who doesn't believe in god and finds out god's real how <laughs> he gets his kicks that's what he likes
0: you no know, what it surprised me of kevin Sorbo was jeffrey dahmer and you know that scene in the netflix part where he's like let's watch some hercules before I, you know take pictures of you but anyway andy what the andy what the hell you been watching playing a doing?
2: Uh, I've been watching more Shadow Kevin Park, Sorbo really <laughs> <laughs> He's been playing Kevin Sorbo The video game Tears of the Kingdom
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh.
2: Alright I'm done I'm being a jerk Oh,
0: That's it Andy Huh Wait, That's it
2: oh, I I didn't know if it was time to go or not Yeah, you, you,
0: yeah you, you go What the hell you been watching playing or doing
2: Oh, um, I'm watching, like, the bad seasons, the Trailer Park Boys, sort of. Basically, it's on the television. I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom, or I'm horsing around on my phone. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Uh, the last couple seasons of that show are okay, but, man, it's, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to stop watching it. Uh, I don't know. We played a bunch of games at Chaz's house, but I, I just played Worms. I love Worms. Those games are so much fun. We played, like, three different versions. Worms are we Worms World Tour. What was the other one?
1: Um, I have to look it up. I don't remember the name of it. We tried I to know. play the one and found out it was like a bullshit. Uh, only online. Yeah. It
4: wasn't.
1: Well, it was online single player only. Fortnite drop in linear location. Microtransaction frenzy.
2: So we played Worms, Worms, Worms games. It doesn't matter. They're all the same, but not.
1: Worms Rum? Worms WMD. That was the one we played. That was
2: at WMD. That was it. With vehicles. You're like, the fuck's this? What's this helicopter? <laughs> it was
1: pretty funny. Yeah, no, those
2: vehicles are stupid. But uh, yeah, the Worms is still fun. I've been playing those games for years though. Um, I watched Weird, the Al Yankovic story. It's free with commercials now on Amazon. Uh, the movie's fantastic. I highly recommend it to everyone. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, It's It's framed like, I mean, this is kind of a spoiler, but the movie's been out for a while, and I think everyone knows this about the movie at this point. Uh, It starts out like it's the autobiography, or just the biography, I mean to say, of Weird Al, and as the movie goes on, it gets more off the rails. You're like, wait a minute, that didn't happen. Wait a minute, that couldn't have happened. Wait a minute, (laughs) that's nonsense. Like, at the beginning, it's just like... He's growing up in in a, in a suburban home, and he wants to play the accordion, but his father doesn't want him to play the accordion. He just wants him to go work in the factory. And he's like, what do they make in that factory? And he says, you'll know when you're older, boy, and stuff like that. And then by the end of the movie, uh, Madonna is Weird Al's girlfriend, and he has to rescue her from Pablo Escobar in Colombia. So he, like parachutes in and he's wearing a hawaiian shirt that is camo instead of a normal hawaiian shirt and shoots a bunch of guards with like
3: machine guns it's like
2: what is going on in this movie <laughs>
3: yeah, you he, he gets like
2: way hooked on drugs and alcohol and he gets uh like like all this stuff that weird out never did it's it's fantastic i fucking and um My favorite, my favorite part, I'm sorry to ruin this, but it's my favorite part. I really got to mention this. He's doing all these, these parodies, you know, another one rides the bus or whatever. And, um, they're like, you'll never be able to write something original. He's like, I'll show you. So he writes, uh, eat it, which is a parody of Michael Jackson's beat it. And he takes it to the, the record executive, who himself is played by Weird Al, which is really funny. He says, play that. And he plays it, He's like, this song's amazing. You're going to be super famous. And then he becomes super famous. And then he's like in his mansion with uh, Dr. Demento. And he's like, I have bad news. Michael Jackson just covered Eat It. It's called <laughs> Eat It. <laughs> amazing. And he's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny movie. I highly recommend it. Um uh, besides that, I played a whole bunch of Tears of the Kingdom. Man, that game's so much fun. I uh, I'm gonna kind of hold off to in, to talk about it at length until I've played it more. But I was really thinking like it was gonna oh it's too samey to Breath of the Wild. I've already explored all this. No, it's it's uh it's just as magical as Breath of the Wild was when I first played it, and then some because now I can like make off roaders and fucking fly planes and shit. It's bonkers. Game's so much fun. That's it though. No.
0: All right, Chaz, what the hell you been watching, playing, or doing?
1: Yeah, so and he already mentioned it, but yeah, we we played the game of booze and drink a lot of a lot of booze on Saturday as we and we started with with a big bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon and we played a lot of worms. It was a lot of fun. We got very 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 drunk. It was great. Um, also, this weekend was Street Fighter Six's beta. Which is, if you see, by I think, uh, hilariously, yeah, we played that, and you can only play online against other people to try it. But it's kind of cool because the, the way they have their open hub is, you have like your avatar that's created, and you go and you sit down in other cabinets to challenge people, like you're in an arcade. It's kind of neat. Um, but only certain characters were unlocked. another other characters, I, I mean, I had there were a few that I, I'm familiar with. I mean, classic characters. Guile was the one I was like oh well I know Guile he's like the fundamentals of Street Fighter he just do this so I kept going on and I was like I'm, I was doing fairly well other than the random like people I'd run into like if I ran into a, a jury that knew what they were doing they just beat the living fuck out of me but otherwise I, I was winning pretty well. So Zach and I think a couple of different other people. I don't at this point. I don't know if it was like just a gimmick or a trolling thing. People would see like, are you are you gonna main Guile? Do you main Guile? and then I shit you not. Someone messaged me on PlayStation. It was like, are you Guile main? I was like, I, was, I f- mean, I, I
3: was seriously asking. I wasn't trolling. <laughs>
1: no, no, I just like again. It's like if you play like the basics of Street Fighter, you had to play had to play Guile I, I don't know. I it's so fine, but. Mm. I wouldn't say it was good or anything. I got my ass beat a fair enough. His Sonic time, Boom fucking funny. sucks in that game.
3: They, they need to change his voice. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: he's got a very, like, late, like lackadaisical uh, Sonic Boom now. Like, he doesn't it's, yell anymore. He's
3: Sonic Boom. Yeah, that was weird. It's not yeah, as it bad as like certain versions of Street Fighter but, 2 where, where, where he's like, Sonic Boom! Sonic <laughs> Boom! It's like, it's like really, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> 1980s San Francisco Gay Sonic Boom. I, I don't know what that is. Sonic Boom. Uh, Sonic Boom. Uh, Sonic
4: Boom. <laughs> Sonic Boom.
3: The, the best. The best Sonic Boom was a Street Fighter Alpha three because for some reason he was like British punky. Like it's like he was in a punk band and he's trying to do the British accent, but he's American. Sonic Boom, like that. <laughs> like, that's the best one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm personally a fan of the, the OG Sonic Boom.
1: Uh, it it sounds weird. It's it's no. like he's mimicking someone else, but
3: no. The yeah. best Sonic Boom is a Street Fighter EX plus Alpha. Uh, I forgot. It's because he. It's a Japanese guy, very clearly saying "sonic boom" to the point where he goes "sonic boom!" like he just <laughs> Sonic fucking screams it. <laughs> Sonic-a-boom! <laughs> Sonic-a-boom!
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty good, uh, but uh, amidst the other things, I played a bunch of other random just arcades. Of, I don't even remember because at that point, uh, I we remember we played
3: Street Fighter Two Turbo and and oh we I played Bowrog and I, I ate your children, I ate your heart. It's, <laughs> oh, that is true. I forgot. Yeah,
1: you like humiliated me, but I, uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> I, I I was at that point I don't know how I was still awake actually Pat and I a friend a mutual friend of ours uh, who was still wasn't quite ready to drive home but refused to go, like, go to sleep and just wake up and drive later. Mm-hmm. He and I stayed up and played like another did. we played more worms as we sobered up but we played uh, a, until like 2 or 3 a.m. Uh, we also didn't mention this, which I guess it doesn't matter too much, but for context, it's fun. We made a drinking game out of playing worms. Which, if you ever play it, you know how to play worms. Great, it's very simple. It's very straightforward, easy thing to do. It just becomes very chaotic. You just everybody has a drink in hand. If your worm gets damaged, you take a drink.
4: Oh jeez. If
1: if your worm dies, you take a big drink. That's that's really it. It's it's very simple. It's easy. But he get drunk. It's a lot of fun. It's a blast. Um, we played Def Jam Vendetta. Uh, I think Zach found a new favorite game, which, and I think it's important to note, we, he he got the, he he's maybe going to talk about this later, uh, the intricacies of the Def Jam series, because the very first game is basically wrestling with rappers. It's it's literally just a SmackDown clone with with rappers. It's awesome, mm-hmm. and then uh, they went on to make Fight for New York, and Fight for New York outright just becomes like a whole different type of game. It's it's still like somewhat enclosed, but it's this active brawler that's just very different. There's a lot of like environmental interaction and stuff. And the game's highly revered. The I think you guys were asking before in the chat, the reason these games are so much money is directly because of licensing fees with music. This is in the boom where music could be like you could have these huge soundtracks for music on video games, and you could even have like the personalities of the of the rappers and, and musicians on uh the game and it's fairly cheap and then they had this huge lawsuit later on and that just doesn't happen as much now you got to pay out the ass to get soundtracks and stuff on games now so uh they will probably never remake these games again which is why they're through the roof like I fight for new york on most consoles it's on i think it's what 100 plus pretty
3: it's easily. over 100 dollars unless you buy mm-hmm. a platinum hits version on xbox then it's like okay
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh they're definitely worth getting though. They're great games. The third one, unfortunately, uh, they, they shit the bed. It's not very good. Yeah, generally
3: but, it looked like it wasn't received that well.
1: Yeah. Uh but amongst our, our party of other things, we watched some DBZ Abridged. I think we watched the original Broly movie in, in a bridge, which was pretty funny. We released pieces of it. Um I given the hype on things, I took a stab later on in my sobriety to play breath of the wild because it's like well i'm not about tears yet and i haven't played breath since like right after it came out the first time so i'll try breath of the wild again i literally got through the intro got to where like things basically open up to the main area started like picked up a stick and started fighting and then remembered oh yeah wait weapons degrade as soon as i fight and i don't know what happened but the life was sucked out of me and i turned it off and didn't go back
4: well so, tears i played the all like has the basically same thing. 10
1: minutes <laughs> it does it's just funny i thought oh i'll get into this game and then realize what type of game i'm playing and it's not that it's a bad thing it's just oh wait this is gonna be a big time investment and this is big open world and everything breaks so i have to like take time to like make it oh yeah when you have the time it's like i don't have time what am i thinking why am i playing this so i i I understand the point
0: of view because like sometimes you just want a weapon and just fucking hack and slash and have fun
1: well it, it just for me it's just the timing of things going on in my life. I don't, I don't have time to necessarily play it. I'll come back to it or better yet, I'll just probably get tears by then. But, um, again, it's not to say anything bad about breath of the wild. Uh, it's funny. Other Zelda games, I feel like you could probably pick up and play, but again, it's because the, or certain ones at least, because the scope's a little more narrow, but again, at the same time, you could say those games are a little limited to what they could be because they're not open or as open as breath of the wild, but that's a whole different discussion. Um, Watched a little more of the TV show Animal Animal Control with my, my wife. That's, I
4: thought you were going right.
2: to say Animorphs for a second.
1: Animorphs, yeah, we, we watched watch Animorphs. Animorphs. Yeah, we're really into that, and we like to role play. It's fine. I us
4: watch Beetleborgs. Uh, <laughs> Beetle, Beetle,
2: Beetleborgs,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we we finish it up with episodes of The Tick. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I watched uh, VR I Troopers at,
3: box sets coming in the mail. VR Troopers, virtual reality troopers. We are. <laughs>
1: So I'd referenced this earlier. I'm watching Depression Simulator, uh, aka I started my new anime. I am watching Attack on Titan.
4: Um, oh, God. <laughs> holy fuck.
1: It is one of the most depressing shows I've ever watched. <laughs> Holy shit, so depressing.
3: Well, I thought you were uh, saying you started watching the human condition. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you was gonna say. Oh no, I no,
1: I'm not ready for that yet. I gotta wait till my family <laughs> leaves. I have so my, fa- my family for, for I gotta breakfast. make
3: sure I'm
2: nice and alone. <laughs>
1: yeah, I gotta be alone and really drunk. Wait, nobody sees me cutting. Yeah. Uh no, it'll be fine. I'll start no, it later. That, that is
2: the kind of, I, uh, it wasn't the final part, but when I finished the middle part, the middle movie, I, uh, I, I called the dog over and sat there and just like pet her for a while. <laughs> Cause I, was, uh, yeah. I was just like feeling emotions. That was sad. Come here, dog. <laughs> I mean, well, it, it, I mean, I've talked about
1: certain things on the show already. Like, since I've I've joined you guys, uh, doing the podcast. I get, pre- especially depending on what time of day I'm watching things, depending on my meds and stuff. I, I get pretty emotional watching stuff. Anyway, I'm gonna fucking fall apart when I watch this this set of movies. But
2: you probably it, gonna end up hating it.
1: Oh, I, I won't hate it. I, I love stuff like that. Like if it tears me apart like that, it's great. I I appreciate it for what it is. But I'm gonna fall apart. Like I'm gonna actually be dehydrated from all the tears. But it's fine. It's, it's the way it is. Anyway, uh, yeah, Attack on Titan. I am in the middle of season three. Oh. Uh, so I've watched quite a bit of it. Uh. Which season two, to be fair, season two is not very long. It's pretty short, but uh, it's I, it, I've enjoyed it. It's gotten a little convoluted, but I mean, it's an anime, so that's expected. Uh, but really, really like just dark. I mean, it's supposed to be kind of graphic and the whole thing of all of these gross Titan creatures that are that are hurting and eating people. But yeah, they don't really hold back. It's, it's really, really graphic. Not quite as graphic as Chainsaw Man, but in a different way. Like yeah, yeah, they just go very dark route. Like everybody dies. Oh, you like that person? That person's gonna get fucking eaten. Like That's amazing. It's, yeah, it, it's it's good in a way. Like you, <laughs> nobody's safe. So you just can't like. It, you feel like weird getting attached, but it actually makes you invest more in characters because their story arcs are good. And you're like, oh, are we getting closure? And then that person dies. And you're like, fuck. Or better yet, you find out the whole. I don't want to spoil anything, but you find out secrets about certain people, and you're like, wait, the whole time, you what? uh it's been pretty good i've enjoyed it it's like i will say i had to like force myself to get through the first couple episodes because it kind of just felt a little plotting other than just being depression simulator but then it it hit and it got really good so if for those who have watched like a couple episodes and said it's not for me i think it's episode it's episode five or six is really when it clicked for me
2: yeah that was me i tried to watch it a couple times i was like "Eh, i'm not really into this
1: yeah, it 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 was worth getting to that point, I think. And now it's since then it's been it's been enjoyable. So, uh,
4: we'll yeah. see how, how it goes. I,
0: I watched season 1 and then I stopped, and then I heard season 2 is crap or not crap, but like not up to the par as season 1. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch season 2, but I've heard good things about season 3, so I might go back and watch it again.
1: There there is a again, I'm in the middle of season 3, but right at the at the gate with season 3 it gets really intense, but in a weird way. Uh, but it's, it's been really good. And there's like a pretty nice, like victory for the characters you care about. I'll, I will spoil that. At least there's like, there's like a, a high point that hits. That's really good. So it was definitely worth seeing like it's intense. And then it happens. They're like, fuck yeah, give it to them. So I was, I, I really enjoyed that. Like you get some justice, which is very rare in the show. Pretty much anytime they try to do something, it's just watching them repeatedly bash their heads against a wall. Uh, no, I guess partially pun intended because that show's all about having walls. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's good. I, I would recommend it if anybody's looking for something new. That's not Naruto.
0: Or Boruto, whatever his son's name is.
1: Nah, you mean Boring-to? <laughs> oh! Boruto, haha. Mm-hmm.
3: Boring jutsu.
1: <laughs> Just give me my gun jutsu so I can end it. <laughs>
0: Other than that, anything else?
1: Yeah, that was probably it.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Zach what tell you to watching, it play it, or do it.
3: Uh I watched uh bunch of horror movies and uh The Last Unicorn. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. it was okay. Um apparently it has like a big like kind of following and I wasn't aware of it. I've I never heard of this movie actually. Uh, uh, my sister badgered me into watching it with her. Like, all right. And it was all right. Uh, it's weird because, like, the animation's not that good. Like, it is in certain parts. It's based off of a book, too. Uh, some British author wrote the book, like, in the 60s or something. And then it got adapted into a, a movie in 1982, I think. Um, and it's, like, made by the same studio or whatever that did, like, the animated Hobbit movies and sh- shit. Um, so it's got kind of similar style to that. Um, uh, the band America does the soundtrack for the movie. It's, there are a it's,
1: ton of people in this movie, too.
3: Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Uh, uh, um, Christopher Lee is, like, in it. and <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, but, like, the writing is, like, kind of weird it's like the dialogue to me just comes off like kind of strange and disjointed but uh, when I initially got finished watching I'm like eh it was okay maybe I just had to be there and that was the problem I wasn't there Mm. and and when I was growing up as a young kid I'd never even heard of the movie so like I was never there for it at all Uh, but then like over the course of like a day or two I was like you know what that movie was actually okay it has heart (laughs) so it's I don't know I, I'd recommend it if you're into animated stuff especially like old older animated movies uh, it's kind of in the borderline of that uh, that animation ghetto period and it, it kind of comes off like it's part of it a little bit but it's 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 pretty good um, I watched Drag Me to Hell uh, off of you know doing Evil Dead and shit and I saw Drag Me to Hell on Tubi was like oh I've never seen that I guess I'll watch it it was good <laughs> hell was pretty good uh, it's about some uh, some lady uh, at, she has a job at a bank and then literally an old gypsy woman who's like about to lose her house comes into the bank and asks for an extension on her mortgage and she's already been extended twice so she tells her like listen unfortunately I can't uh, and she freaks the fuck out and basically curses her. <laughs> Uh, and the whole movie just goes, goes downhill from there. of like all the crazy shit that happens to her.
0: Oh, it's a Sam um, Raimi film.
3: It's a Sam Raimi mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Uh, it's a good one too. Uh, it's, it's, it's got the Sam Raimi stuff in it. Like from the other horror movies he did, it's like over the top. Uh, but then like crazy stuff also happens. Uh, <laughs> just, the way it ends is amazing too. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, But uh, I I recommend that one pretty strongly. Uh, I also watched a movie called Slaughter High from uh, (laughs) 1986. (laughs) It's like, so it it literally starts out like a bunch of kids play a fucking prank on this nerd in in school and uh, get him in trouble. I mean, he doesn't really get in trouble compared to the rest of them. They get forced to do some kind of PE thing. They do some kind of bullshit where they trick him to go into the the girl shower and like strip down. Like he's about to get, he's about to score or something on the last day of school or whatever the fuck. And then they take pictures of him and shit, humiliate him. Um, and that guy goes on to do his weirdo experiments or some shit in the fucking chemistry lab. And some of the douchebags fuck with like the, some of his ingredients or whatever that he needs to use. And he inadvertently causes like a massive fire from, like, a bad chemical reaction, and he gets, like, fucking third-degree burns and carted out. So these people that picked on him caused him to, like, almost die. (laughs) So, guess what happens? Apparently they have their high school reunion later, they get invited back to the high school, and it's, like, dilapidated and almost closed down, and there's no other people going to this reunion, so what do you think is happening? (laughs) Revenge! (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: I love the cover of this movie.
3: Oh yeah, uh, uh, it, it's like it's one of those like kind of like not good '80s slasher movies. It, it's like, but it's kind of fun. Like if you can get into that that zone for it, uh, like I'm not gonna say or tell you it's a good movie. It's like it's not even really that competently made. They have a really serious problem with lighting in that movie, the, uh, the severe lack of it. <laughs> Uh, it's fun though if you can like sit there and enjoy like the cheese uh, I also watched another one called Bloody Birthday and I don't know it's about like these uh, these triplets or whatever. they got born under like a, a weird eclipse and it made them evil so imagine like Good son except there's three of them and they all murder adults <laughs> Just this. <laughs> I mean, that's not a hop,
1: skip, and jump from Children of the Corn. But it's like, yeah, it's in, like in that, between. that too. I didn't think about that, <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, but uh, it's <laughs> – there's not much to say. It's kind of like the whole plot of the movie is like these three kids uh, are, are killing adults. And there's like one kid that plays with them. That he almost got killed by them because uh, he got locked in like a fridge in a junkyard and almost suffocated to death. <laughs> but he, he managed to make it out. And uh, I don't know. It's insane. Like the kind of stuff they get away with. Like they trick like one of them, uh, the trick, their adopted dad to like coming out back. And they set up this crazy trap with a skateboard where it looked like he would step on the skateboard, fall and crack his head on like the concrete stairs. <laughs> <this> home alone. <laughs> yeah it's like evil home alone but it, that didn't work because he stepped over it and then she was like the look on her face was like fuck you can step on it so what do they do the kid was hide behind the bush with a fucking baseball bat just cracks him right in the head with it and they kill him they kill him with a baseball bat these like nine-year-old kids it'd be great <laughs> like,
0: if he like it would be great if he went on the skateboard and like did like some ninja turtle thing like oh radical dude <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, be- the-, the best thing they set up though is like he was a cop, by the way. So like he died, and it, it-, it very clearly shows where he puts his gun up and everything. They it's get like his gun. They-, they get his gun, of course. So there's like this this nine, ten-year-old dorky kid with like the fucking glasses who's like using a fucking police revolver, being like bang, like fucking killing adults <laughs> and shit. But they-, they set up this thing where it's like they have a teacher and she's like one of those snotty, annoying bitch teachers, and he's like I hope she's the butt of some kind of joke later. She is. Uh, the, the the dorky kid kills her with the revolver. <laughs> so, but uh, it's okay. It's more competently made than the than the Slaughter High. Uh, again, if you can kind of get in that zone of enjoying stuff like that, it's, it's a fun little movie. Um, I played a bunch of shit at the... We, we had a get-together. Uh, some of that involved Def Jam Vendetta. Fun game. I'm going to... Looking to get in at least two of those games. So uh, I played a bunch of random arcade shit too. Uh, actually noted which ones were like worth playing. <laughs> the ones I played they didn't feel like I wasted my time playing. <laughs> like zero team selection, random Japanese beat 'em up game. I don't know. It was fun. Was it uh, random
1: dating simulator you were playing?
3: There was a random date. I can't remember the fucking name of it, but you ruined my date. You came over and ruined everything. <laughs> uh, guy, he was in the middle of a date,
1: and of course we can't read shit. It's got mini games you're going on the date. So I just click on the two player start, and it put me in the date, and we were facing each other to take it was the bullshit. Wolf- <laughs>
3: it's like literally that shit. Where you're you're on a date, and it's like you're just getting to know each other. And then some other fucking douchebag shows up and like ruins everything. It's like what happens. That's like, <laughs> like how I joined this podcast. Hey guys. Uh, uh uh 1000 uh, 1, 000, uh Mig- miglia uh 1000 miles rally uh that was a fun one it's like i don't know what the deal was but like back in the early mid 90s like people really liked to make isometric racing games and uh they're a little strange but they're kind of fun there's a good sense of speed on them uh that one was solid but it was tough it's actually pretty playable on that that arcade cabinet with the joysticks some racing games don't play good that one did um, Super Street Fire 2 Turbo we played like I don't know 50 rounds of that and there would be like these stretches where I'd play 15 rounds beating Chaz up with random characters <laughs> it was funny we went
1: like uh, so let's, let's talk about this because you brought it back up now so my memory is somewhat clear on it we went back and forth for a decent bit and then I think I hit I hit a good run with Blanca, and then you were like, fuck it. And you pulled out Bison, and you whooped my ass, like, for a while. <laughs> and then I finally got I got out with E-Honda, and then I had a good little streak. And then you pulled Balrog out, and you just pulled utter bullshit with Balrog. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It and wasn't I just,
3: bullshit. I, I pulled no bullshit. It's just playing Balrog. What's he got? Dash punches, turn punch, headbutt,
1: jumping yeah, my, headbutt. That's all he's my,
3: got. My, Mike
1: Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson shows no mercy. Uh, Mike Tyson.
3: He, I mean, Balrog's one of those characters that people sleep on in that game, where I don't know. This is shit about him that makes him like a lot more effective than what you think. he's
0: good in four.
3: That's uh,
1: okay. I mean, the oh, he GB, was, It was. I was drunk and there was lag and I wasn't using a controller and it was fine.
4: Lag. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It
1: was legit. It was a lot of fun and actually that was when I was like finally sobering up. So I actually was.
3: Like, you have less levels.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I got my ass beat. I'm fine with that. We had a, a blast playing. There was that one time, too, like, like I've, I can't remember what it, the sequence was, but you managed to use whatever version of uh, the Raging Buffalo when you went into hit, and it canceled. I think it was when I, I canceled my super, and you should have just died, and you had, like, no health left, but you just hit me instead and got a light, and, and you won the round. <laughs> That's right. Funny.
3: Uh, uh... Fun. Super Street Fighter 2 is always great. Uh, uh, Street Fighter 6 beta, I played some of that that day, too. Uh, it's funny because I was like, I'm not downloading the beta because I, I don't play betas. I ended up playing beta anyway. It found, it found me. Uh, <laughs> I, I played Chun-Li and Ryu and uh, Bianca Belair. I mean, Kimberly. Uh, <laughs> uh, They're all good, of course. Uh, more, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game's release. Uh and I played a fuck ton of random Saturn games. Cause my brother bought like a pseudo Saturn thing for his, uh, for his Sega Saturn. He's like, can you burn me games? Cause I guess he just doesn't have the timer. Actually, he doesn't have a CD burner. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So I, I started grabbing random stuff from unspecified websites <laughs> uh, on unspecified regions of the internet, uh, and playing stuff like, uh, Mortal Kombat trilogy or, uh, 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 Daytona USA or Sonic Jam, which I never, uh, I mean, I have, but I haven't.
0: <laughs> Daytona
3: is a trip, and uh, that's pretty much everything I, I did.
0: All right. Well, there is some news to talk about because there is, uh, the, you know, the Sony showcase. But Zach, you brought up an, uh, something in the chat the other day about. Then doing more IPs. Did you want to go into that?
3: Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, I think I want to talk about something else first real quick before okay. that, because the Sony thing is going to lead right into the other Sony stuff, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, last week, I think it was after we'd already recorded last Tuesday, uh, a trailer for Mortal Kombat 1 just dropped. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was,
1: it was a couple days after Friday. Yeah. So, uh,
3: we're getting Mortal Kombat 1, which is like Rebooting, Mortal Kombat, basically, which is they've done that before. It's okay, Um and I don't know. The trailer looked cool. Uh, it's exciting, and what's really exciting is that we're going to get Street Fighter 6, Mortal Kombat One, and Tekken Eight all in the same year. <laughs> so,
0: the fighting just, game year. I love bone it. Bone
3: up, bone a up. Year. This
1: is a year for Western fighters.
3: The, the only those, thing, are
1: the, those are the big three in, in the West, at least.
3: The the only thing missing is Soul Calibur yeah uh, and it's just on ice as far as i can tell um but yeah uh i saw a story on uh on the internet it's, it's actually something that just randomly popped in my phone's news feed where uh sony we're talking about in like some kind of like meeting or whatever uh internally that they're going to invest more into new ips and they previously did this before uh like last, a couple years ago or something they like uh put aside like 30% of, I don't know, their operating income or something to do that. And this time they're they going to bump it up to 50%, like 50% efforts into doing that. And I was like, well, that's really, you know, exciting to hear because you don't really hear about a lot of people trying to come up with new IP anymore. <laughs> I mean, it could work. It could produce something cool. It couldn't, but that's kind of part of the, you know, it's risk. Sometimes well, we got, you have a good idea, sometimes you have an idea that sounds good on paper and it fucking wasn't executed properly. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Uh, I I'm I'm interested to see what they'll come up with, but Jim Ryan, he's all about you know, obviously they're a company, and they need to make money. So like they're always going to like fall back on franchise, so they're going to be like, "Oh, we need more Last of Us or more Uncharted and all that stuff." I just I don't want to see that. I want like I'm I'm going to stick to my Thing where i want something new even though that i have been like you know the news that just came out where i'm just like oh it looks interesting even though it was only a cinematic scene uh but I, it, it's definitely interesting i want to see what they come of it and hopefully it's not shit uh which you know sony's usually good when it's first party but under jim ryan we haven't seen what he's done yeah, he's he took over and he had all these franchises where he either remade them or did a sequel to.
3: Yeah, so far.
2: You guys all have PS fives. Have you been playing the new IPs that they've been supporting with this money?
0: No, I haven't played with my PS five since God of War.
3: <laughs> uh I haven't played anything uh first party on my PS5 yet, I don't think. Uh no, I mean, like the last new game I played was Resident Evil 4. So,
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, otherwise,
1: yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, for a decent bit, I've either purchased and have them on the wait list or have, have outright right played them. But I mean, I've played, I mean, I've played a decent bit of the first party launch titles. I mean, I played Returnal, played Spider Man, Miles Morales, uh, Demon's Souls was their, their reboot that they made, um,
3: I mean, Horizon Forbidden West is, like, the recent thing, right? In terms Yeah, of Horizon. Party.
1: Yeah, I didn't got... Well, God of War.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, God of War would be the other big one. I still haven't played the first ones of either of those. So.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: but like I said, besides Returnal being, like, the new thing, they're all existing franchises.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. And that's what makes it kind of tough. They, they were just building on these other franchises.
3: I mean, Horizon, and, that's just two games in. I mean, that's... Yeah. I don't know if I'd really... That
0: game is, like, the gameplay is awesome, but the story is so fucking boring that I just don't give a shit about <laughs> It's just me.
2: I, uh, I desperately want to play Humanity, that new game from Tetsuya Mizuguchi that just came out. I think it's on PS4 as well. I might play it over there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. He's the guy who month. made Res
2: for the Uninitiated. Oh, okay.
0: He also did a video on it.
2: Yes, it's true. Hmm. But uh,
0: uh, you have anything else to say about the IPs? Like,
3: no, there's what? there's not much else to say. They they kind of went into talking about like expanding on uh. Other avenues to enjoy the IPs that you like from Sony, like uh, Netflix shows, merchandise, TV shows, amusement park rides. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, there's something there I could see that for an amusement park ride, even though I'm not an amusement park guy. Uh, But, uh, as long as
1: it doesn't affect the actual quality of whatever they're going to make, I it's fine. I think that's the only worry is like if they if they actually go that route of trying to fit because there's another st- recent story about how they're they're trying to tailor other like live service patterns and stuff too and that just that's concerning just in the sense of okay well you might make more money on the surface but longer term you're going to lose more people that want to invest in your system but yeah
0: because uh, that that brings up the point like i know me and andy agree on this stop it with the open worlds like every game needs to be open world and stuff uh, it's okay to have a linear experience or sometimes there's certain areas where it does open up where you can explore and stuff. But when it has live service, there's a lot of people, and it's mainly like us adults that don't have a lot of time, um, that are not going to stick with a franchise and do this live service thing every season. So like, I, I think that ultimately hurts IPs. Uh, And I'm going to use this as an example, but it's it's mainly because Microsoft loves to fuck up shit. But like Halo, when they turn that into live service is probably the biggest fucking mistake of their entire life, Uh, because that game, if done correctly, yeah, you could have done a live service, but all your old school people are gone uh, now because of you wanting to do a live service uh, format. And I, I think Sony needs to have variety. I mean, there are some games you can have live service. There's some games you could have open world, but you need to, you need to have some games that are linear and, and story based, um, kind of like what, more like what Last of Us is is all about. It's very linear and story driven, and yeah. God of War.
1: Yeah, god awards i think uh, probably the perfect balance of it's it's open enough but you can easily just follow the story i mean to a point spider-man's that way too that mm. spider-man's so endeared and it's also a familiar area to so many people because it's a map of something that's real and they've used that and then tied in fictionalized you know setting but uh with Spider Man, you could play through that game and not do any of the open world stuff. Like you can that's that's what's nice about it. It is very easy to do what you need to go do if you want to do it. You're just not limited to barriers where you, you have to follow a certain path. Where and and you're given a lot of ease, ease like in direction to what you need to do versus a game. I mean, the, the easiest example that comes to mind for me is like something like Skyrim or even Breath of the Wild. Like it's just open. Like you yeah. can, you can literally just do whatever you want. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, they are different in the sense of how, how open or narrow they are. Um, so I, I, I don't think the open world type of thing is, is so much a problem. I, I think they still have a decent uh, variety. I mean, the, they don't jump and have like their hand in every possible genre. I think the bigger problem is the live service modeling. That's just a pattern. That's a problem. Uh, in uh, bigger spaces. A- again, and it's not going anywhere. I think it's one of those things we just have to learn as a necessary evil mm-hmm. it, because it's kind of like we can complain about it all day, but at the end of the day they are making money from it, just like how we don't want to face it, but mobile gaming like brings in so much money because so many people throw so much money at those games hmm. or advertising that comes from it, even though it seems so stupid. Well, like, those games sell; people make that's, money from
3: it. That's kind of a separate thing. Mm. They tried to integrate it; it didn't work. It ended up kind of becoming like a separate market. They're not really; they're not; they're like parallel. But the th-
0: but uh, the that's thing, fair.
3: I guess, yeah, it's it's kind of apples and oranges. That's, that's yeah. fair. Well, but okay. live service is kind of like yeah that that's marrying some aspects of that.
0: Yeah, that I was gonna bring that up. I was like, the live service is pretty much mirroring what the mobile, uh. uh money making it does because it does the same thing like it gets you to a certain point and you're just like i can't proceed unless i wait a certain amount of time or if i just grind to fucking hell uh to Mm -hmm. you know to move forward so most people don't want to do that because a they don't have you know all the time in the world and they just buy whatever they need to buy to move forward and it's just mirroring the mobile thing like, like Chad said, it's a necessary evil that we're just going to have to, like, apple-pick through the games and be like, oh, they're doing this while well. all, all the other ones, we know they're greedy. <coughs> Blizzard. Um, but, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, oh, yeah. Let's not even get into the, all the news that happened with that since we were there, where they canceled... They, they canceled the story mode that was promised for Overwatch 2. So Overwatch 2 became exactly what everyone feared, which is they just made it a, another, like a fresh coat of paint of a live service model. Did they, even also, a,
3: did they even give a reason why they canceled it? I didn't even look uh, into like it.
1: A, like basically a non-answer. They just basically said, we know we promised this, but we couldn't do it. Do, do this or that. And I mean, they might as well just come out and said, pandemic, sorry. But what basically what they did was <laughs> the promises they made in the first game that they would not do certain types of microtransactions and like aggressive changes. They had in the second game, but then promised in the second game they'd have a story eventually. So then when the second game came out, it has all the shit people didn't want. And then the second game doesn't have the story that was promised. So they literally found a big loophole around it and said, well, and now it's just kind of there, but I mean, they live long enough to become a is. villain. I mean, it's not quite as bad. I, I just saw this recently. It's huge, hugely controversial since we're talking about scumming practices. Um, the, uh, Warner brothers studio. And I can't remember the other studio that's involved. Um, making the uh, Smash clone uh, multiverses. Yeah. So multiverses came out almost a year ago, right? You guys remember it came out? I I played it a little bit. Well, it actually didn't come out. That game was in open beta, even though they were allowing people to buy all kinds of microtransactions and pay for passes and all this stuff. Well, Mm. they just they're going to close the game down like, within, like the <laughs> next week or so. Oh and it will, not be, it will not be available until like mid to late 2024. They haven't specified a date yet. No refunds. People can't get their shit back, but they promise people will have the stuff when they get it back. That is some of the most bullshit thing ever. They had an open beta for more than a year. And it suddenly announced, hey, in two weeks we're, we're shutting down. But don't worry. Your stuff will still be there in an indeterminate amount of time because we're not sure when the game's coming out. But You'll yeah. have to
2: buy new hardware or you'll have to buy a new license or you'll have to buy a new Re- copy of the game. But anyway. Yeah,
1: really, really, really
2: shitty.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? This should be a lesson which is probably not going to be learned by the people. But this should be a lesson when there's early access and the game is not fully done and fully released, don't put money into no. it.
3: I don't do any early access. Shit. Yeah. There's, there's already,
1: I mean, this has caused a problem internationally Like the U S it's more of us. Like we're, we're just don't care if shit happens here. And it's, it's hard to figure out whether like you have to really fuck up here to, to get someone to like actually come up with a lawsuit that'll stick. But internationally there are already like large lawsuits that are coming up over this because, uh, because of how they've handled it. So I, I don't know what's going to happen yet, but it's, it's it's interesting to see how they're gonna have to walk back certain things uh but it is what it is uh, mm-hmm. so yeah there you go game the studios and developers you know doing doing the thing trying to make well, money
4: well
0: let's get into some good news at least um,
1: yeah, yeah let's do some positive
0: yeah so someone had a showcase uh I'm gonna be frank with y'all um I know Final Fantasy 16 was in there I didn't really I want to go into their game really really cold uh just so I don't I don't want to see any story and stuff so I kind of didn't watch that part uh but two games and and a, and a collection like brought attention to me uh remember we were always making fun of like oh fucking there's never going to be a Metal Gear shit but a apparently the rumors were true again. Yeah. Uh, metal gear solid three, which is not number three. It's, it's, it's trying Delta, um, is being remade. And it, it it felt like they were just like, we just need to get the people to shut the fuck up and just put something out there because they just did like a, a uh, cinematic of, you know, uh, the, the the alligator the the snake and then i out at seeing naked snake and all that stuff
2: get some chills when the uh, theme song dropped that was, that was pretty
0: cool yeah that was cool the snake eater um that was cool to see i'm interested i hopefully we get the same cast i do not want to recast i don't know about they, you guys they've
1: already confirmed same cast
0: okay good because oh,
2: cool, that in the chat
1: yep yeah. they, they already confirmed uh yep same cast
0: Good, because if it would have been a different cast, I don't know if I would want to play it, to be to be honest. And I know that sounds silly. Well, you know, the gameplay, is, if it's awesome, you shouldn't care about all that stuff. Nah, like, I need David Hader back. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland didn't fucking make the cut when uh, he did Ground Zeroes and Metal Gear Solid V. Well,
3: to be fair, he didn't have much to work with either.
0: Yeah. Well, then again, <laughs> it's just like, it has to be David Hayter. he always has to be snake no matter what even though I feel, I, know like he, that,
3: I feel like he could have done a good job if he had more material but yeah I know I agree though
0: so like there's nothing really to talk about it looks visually great if that is a uh, gameplay uh uh in game it's, it's not
3: it's the fox squared engine
0: <laughs> um then after that um, the kodak thing came on and it looks like we're getting possibly remastered collection um of the first second and third
2: game so it's, it's hilarious to me that they're gonna re- release a remaster and a remake of the same game
0: yeah so I don't know like again that's a thing a, a Konami is like a cautiously optimistic thing that I'm doing right now because I'm like silent hills back but uh it's not from Team Silent it could be bad it could be bad some uh,
3: people from Team Silent are involved
0: yeah and then obviously I don't know who's involved with the Metal Gear Delta uh, they've
2: been very delicate saying stuff like that. They they put a message on Twitter that you could tell they wanted to tiptoe around. Oh yeah I could you something involved but it's
0: funny. yeah it's probably um, I forgot what it's called. They did like the Demon Souls uh, remake. I think that's oh Blue point. Yeah, Bluepoint, I think yeah,
1: might be working. Yeah, Bluepoint is doing it, which I will say, at least from the graphical standpoint, like the thing about Demon Souls, like the original game was like it was a little rougher on the edges, but it, graphical power was a little different. The Bluepoint. They did a great job with the the graphics and um, just the, the frame rate and how the game played so smoothly when they up, uh, uploaded it. So I'm hopeful that they'll do the same thing for Snake Eater.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see it. Uh, I don't think we're gonna see this game for a while. I I think this is probably what did did it say when Delta's coming out? Nope. No. Uh, but...
3: I'm thinking maybe late 2024 at the earliest maybe
0: i'm I'm saying 2025 yeah
3: i I feel more like 2025 is more possible
0: because i i I think they wanted to get this out to shut up people like me that are always talking about it like oh there's rumors (laughs) and just like get the shit out so we can stop talking about this stuff uh but yeah but there is one game that i will pass it off to zach uh spider-man
3: oh yeah Uh they they finally showed some stuff for Spider-Man 2 and they showed that uh uh Peter's got the the symbiote suit now and I could have sworn that stuff had already happened but maybe I was mistaken.
0: No, I don't remember it.
3: I thought he, it was in files or he talked about it or some shit. He said something about Venom but maybe maybe I imagined it. Um
1: Oh yeah, you're talking about like the like the actual like little tidbits of things you collect where he brings it up yeah that that stuff exists already and there's actually uh in the story like i think it's the dlc about how uh effectively the symbiote is locked up in oscorp so So, in the story canon of like the main game the symbiote has already existed it's not like there's a fresh new thing where it gets discovered
3: so he's got Uh, it back on him again somehow
1: well, they never, it, it never, I don't think it ever said specifically that he had had it attached. Uh, <laughs> it was just that the symbiote exists. Like the symbiote's locked up and the, it's already been known, but maybe that's how they'll tie it in. Maybe he, he it gets attached to him in a different way and he can't get rid of it for some reason or something. Yes. It kind of
3: changes how Venom works, though, because the whole reason why Venom's able to be Venom is because it was attached to Peter first. Yeah. It, it copied all this- the
2: spider ability kind of yeah.
3: yeah,
1: but they've also like retconned the be- Jesus in the comics out of been like his entire story has changed now, and it's like way different. Yeah, uh, it's it's
3: retconned by some fucking hack that isn't talented, and that gets into yeah. a whole other fucking discussion about. Yeah, he, was, he, he was he was around you. when
1: the Big Bang happened, and Jesus was there, and then he got attached <laughs> to Wolverine to the Vietnam War. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sorbo was there.
3: Kevin like, Sorbo was involved. <laughs> but, but no, uh, uh, yeah, it, it shows Peter uh, doing doing shit, and uh, it shows Miles doing some stuff too. Like they're trying to find the lizard, and you know, Craven was there, and I was like, "Rad, Craven, sick, cool." Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really watch too much of it because I don't, I don't want to.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get spoiled. I did the same uh, thing. I was like, I don't want to see, but what I really like. And I thought about this too. I was like, well, fucking Peter Parker can't be everywhere in New York. New York is way fucking big, especially all the five boroughs. That's why he's got
3: spider people. He's got a spider family. There's like a bat family. Yeah. So,
0: like, so (laughs) Peter Peter Parker's like, I'm handling this situation. And then you could switch to Miles. It seems like you could switch uh, between Miles and Peter Parker, which I'm excited for because that's, you know, web slinging along New York, uh, whether you're in Brooklyn. Uh, Queens or the Bronx and in Manhattan. I'm 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 guessing Peter Parker is going to be in a Manhattan section while uh fucking Miles is in the other boroughs.
1: Yeah, they didn't ex- exactly describe how like how freely you'd be able to switch. Like is it going to be that you can switch all the time or is it only during certain missions or There's stuff. Uh, I I, I did watch the gameplay, and it was awesome. You guys are doing a disservice to not watch it because it was the best part. I saw Um, some
3: of it. I I don't want the
1: symbiote attacks and some of the chains and sequences are very similar to uh, the game, the PS3 games, Web of Shadows. It was another one. It was like Dimensions or something, which are actually like. They're not terrible. Shattered. Okay.
3: Avengers, it, it made me think about Prototype. you remember that game? Some yeah. people said the same thing in the, yeah. in the video. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, Prototype's a really good uh, thing, like a non Spider Man thing to describe. Uh, yeah. It definitely has that feel to it. It, it looks really good. Um, and there were some cool dynamics there, too. But again, I, I just wondered, or I guess it depends on how they tie the story of like how he got the symbiote attached again. Like, is a symbiote needing to feed? um that was a really cool dynamic in the uh in the web of shadows game like you had a morality meter and you could be more powerful uh with the symbiote but you had to do corrupt stuff like you had to actively like feed on people to get power but then you could unlock more powers by doing it which actually is kind of funny because the game basically says well do you want to like be actual spider-man and like try to win and still have some power or do you just want to be like invincible but like have to kill a lot of people to do it.
3: Do you want to eat and, brains?
1: Yeah, it's like oh no, eat a bunch <laughs> of people and like drain them of like their bioelectricity and then you just are like running around invincible. It's it's pretty fucking awesome. Well, I think uh,
0: I think what's going to happen is um you know, Peter Parker is going to get fucking too evil spidey and Miles is probably going to have to like kick the symbiote out of his fucking body or whatever and, just, and you know, that's going to be one of the you know main storylines um, to try to save Peter Parker. Uh, but I hope there's an Easter egg of evil P- Peter Parker dancing down the street like in Spider Man 3. I want that to happen.
1: It's got to happen. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, that was what I watched. Oh, I got to go back. I did have something else I watched, and it's highly relevant because we're talking about Spider Man. I watched Spider Man Across or uh, Into the Universe or Spider Verse the shit i got all the fucked up i watched, watched spider-man across the movie.
2: universe and spider-man but he sings all the beatles songs whoa one,
1: yeah it, it, when you mentioned the dancing thing it made me think of it because when he's doing his origin story he's like yeah i did that too uh yeah i'd already watched it once before but i got hyped because the new ones that had come out we were talking about it so i watched it and yeah it's just as good as it was the first time around it's a very mm-hmm. fun movie arguably one of the the better spider-man films it's my favorite
3: version of Peter Parker, Peter B. Parker.
1: Yes, yeah, Peter B. Parker is fucking great, played by Jake Johnson, formerly of the TV show New Girl. If you haven't watched it, I just like such old out of guy. shape
3: fucking Peter Parker. I don't know mm-hmm. why it's funny. I really, I really <laughs> liked that
2: that persona that they. Yeah.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. I, I I liked it a lot. Well, what's funny is Jake Johnson, the guy that is voicing him, that is effective. Other than him like being totally out of shape, but that actor, that's literally all he can play is like that type of person. So that's just, what's even funnier is like, just be yourself. <laughs> that's, <who he> is. <laughs> that's what makes it so great. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Movie was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I'm excited for the next one and my shoes will be here soon too. So I'm gonna like wear those more of a spider mask. I'm like,
4: yeah, I'm, ready.
0: I'm happy. F- oh, I'm, well, I'm. I-, I can't wait for the Wolverine game. Uh, I'm kind of sad that we didn't get more on that, but, uh, I'll forgive it yeah i'm uh,
3: wondering when we're gonna see something for that
0: yeah because that, that, that's what i'm more excited about like i'm i'm excited for spider-man 2 because man i fucking platinum spider-man 1 and Spider-Man i love was game. a lot of fun man yeah a lot
3: of fun playing that game
0: Yeah, so i'm i'm hyped for that it's coming out in fall of 2023 so September. The, yeah so i'm excited for that uh
2: you guys aren't excited to get a playstation 5 wii u controller
3: Oh yeah, that was the thing too.
4: Yeah, oh.
3: what, what was that all
2: neat? about? I mean, I I don't know. I uh, I like to play stuff and also watch stuff at the same time. Nintendo has taught me the joy of that, and Sony was like, "Hey, we're gonna do that too." How much is it? Uh, who knows? <laughs> it's, like, it's like the
1: super remote play controller, right? It's like you want to play your PlayStation Five while you're pooping. Well, here you go.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Five hundred ninety-nine U.S. dollars. Yeah,
1: people people highly underestimate being able to play your game while you're pooping uninterrupted is a big fucking deal.
3: So. Thanks, tell you what, man. I can, I could get a lot more shit done on certain games. Like like uh, <laughs> I uh, I mean shit. no 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 like uh, like <laughs> I, I spend so much time in the damn. WWE creator wrestler shit like and I can't do that and multitask because it's stuck on that screen. Yeah. I could get so much more shit done if I was able to do that handheld or like something. I think
2: all the time about how much I would love to be able to like adjust uh, car liveries in Forza on my Switch while watching something on the TV. Yeah. I wish I could do that so bad, but like like if you could do it on your phone or something, fuck.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's actually ingenious. Yeah, as someone who, again, parenting goals, I, I beat Dark Souls Remastered uh, while feeding an infant. i was <laughs> just, like, playing gradually through the game and, like, struggling and getting my ass beat repeatedly while I'm, like, trying to feed a baby. But I, I was like, oh, I guess I could still play. So, yeah, the handheld thing is just, it's got a huge perk. I'm excited to see if Sony can pull it off. I
3: beat, I beat Elden Ring with an etch and huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: look at me. Yeah. I did it well. It was pretty hard. But <laughs> it wasn't with a banana. Yeah. Like that weather guy.
4: Yeah. Alright.
0: <laughs> well, that's all like Sony and also Dragon's Dogma 2 is coming out by the way. If any anybody's into that. Uh cool. I haven't played the, I got the game on PC, but my PC died. But uh the first one, so I gotta see if it's on my Steam Deck. But yeah, I think that's where we'll end it, guys. Um, unless anybody has last words before we sign off. Anybody?
1: Sea no. cucumber.
0: Yes, cucumbers. Um Rashomon. Get some color
3: Two weeks from now.
0: Yes. WrestleMania 10. Be ladder there, match
3: or be square. Uh, sure.
1: Two weeks. I gotta watch it again. Damn. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> if you want to catch more of uh, getting some color and also big trouble podcast, we're on all podcast services. We're also on couch entertainments. Uh, on our respected YouTube channels. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. But until next time, guys, we will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening.
3: Go. I have a question. Oh to
4: God. Why?